a cord. Put on your life vest, let's drop anchor. There's a nice lady who I like to swank her. Your mom's yeah. hair. You'll be amazed when I come in your hair. Pull up the anchor, anchor. cause we're leaving dry land. Get below deck with a tick in your hand. Anchor us away and shiver me timbers. We like to fuck ladies with our eight inch members. Love me hookers who be a curvy. Ain't had lemons and limes so contracted the, the scurvy. scurvy. Drop the anchor, give that hoe a shout. Cause I'm using my compass to find a nappy dugout. Pump day, pump day, pump day. Hey! 
day, pump day. Folks, I'd like to sing a song about the American dream. About me, about you. About the way our American hearts beat way down in the bottom of our chests. About that special feeling we get in the cockles of our hearts. Maybe below the cockles. Maybe in the subcockle area. Maybe in the liver. Maybe in the kidneys. Maybe even in the colon. We don't know. I'm just a regular Joe with a regular job. I'm your average white suburbanite slob. I like football and porno and books about war. I got an average house with a nice hardwood floor. My wife and my job, my kids and my car. My feet on my table and a Cuban cigar. But sometimes that just ain't enough to keep a man like me interested. Oh, no. Summertime saying, how about this heat? I'm on echo. He's a yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, Sometimes I park in handicapped spaces while handicapped people make handicapped faces. I'm on echo. He's a yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, I'm on echo. Maybe I shouldn't be singing this song ranting and raving and carrying on maybe they're right when they tell me I'm wrong skin hubcaps and all leather cow interior and big brown baby seal eyes for headlights yeah and i'm gonna drive around in that baby at 115 miles per hour getting one mile per gallon sucking down quarter pound of cheeseburgers from mcdonald's in the old-fashioned non-biodegradable styrofoam containers and when i'm done sucking down those greaseball burgers i'm gonna wipe my mouth with the american flag and then i'm gonna toss the styrofoam containers right out the side and there ain't a goddamn thing anybody can do about it you know why because we got the bomb that's why two words nuclear fucking weapons okay russia germany romania they can have all the democracy they want they can have a big democracy cakewalk right through the middle of Tiananmen Square and it won't make a lick of difference because we got the bombs, okay? John Wayne's not dead. He's frozen. And as soon as we find a cure for cancer, we're going to thaw out the Duke and he's going to be pretty pissed off. You know why? Have you ever taken a cold shower? We'll multiply that by 15 million times. That's how pissed off the Duke's going to be. I'm going to get the Duke and John Cassavetes and Lee Marvin hey. and Sam Peckinpah hey. and a case of whiskey hey. and drive down to hey. Texas. Hey. Hey. You know, you really are an asshole. Why don't you just shut up and sing this song, pal? I'm an asshole. Hey, S 
off the big show, including the Asshole Song by Dennis Leary. Gotta have a little bit of fun now every now and then, don't you? Well, of course you do. Uh, Great show in store for you today. Lots of crap to talk about. Uh, Look, I'm just gonna start with daily observation. Let's just get this out here, okay? Because I'm starting to notice a lot of stuff. I'm gonna get to yesterday here in a second. My, my, my My day after the show. First and foremost, this is the thing I observed. You know, I, I, my dad used to always say that he was a, uh, a 20th century guy living in the 21st century. Or he was a 19th century guy living in the 20th century. When all the technology and shit started coming out. Because he didn't understand it. He, he, he had a computer for a while. He said he gave up on that. I know, it's crazy, right? He died in 20, what, 16, 2017. And he, he didn't really use a computer ever. And I know people are dying. Oh, my God, how could he live without? He was old school. Paid his bills when they were sent to him. Didn't do any of that online bullshit, right? And, and I wish that they would still offer that to some people. Because yesterday, McDonald's came out and said, they are going to offer, because it's like the 50th anniversary of the McMuffin. Probably the, the greatest breakfast sandwich known to mankind. The Egg McMuffin. Okay? Simple. I don't like the ham on there. It's from Canada. Don't need it, eh? I get it with extra cheese, burnt crisp edges. I love it. Love the McMuffin. And tomorrow is its 50th birthday. So how is McDonald's celebrating? Well, they're rolling back the prices. That's right. They're rolling it back to the original price of 63 cents. I mean, that's just... Holy shit. 63 cents? I could get 10 Egg McMuffins for under $10? Yeah, but here's the problem. Here's where it all goes wrong. You have to order it on their app. (laughs) It will be exclusively offered on the McDonald's app as the restaurant looks to boost its nationwide rewards program. You know what? Fuck you. I was all excited when I heard a McMuffin was 63 cents. Hell, I might eat one with the damn ham on it. Ghost, you didn't let me finish. He says, I read it's only for the app purchases. That's what I just said. It's bullshit. I don't want to buy this. Is, I don't understand. Why do I even go there then? Why not deliver it to my motherfucking house? Uh, you're gonna, and they ask you this shit now when you go through the drive-thru. Will you be ordering from the app? Why would I order from the app if I'm in the fucking drive-thru, dummy? 
That's what I want to say, but I don't want to get any dick in my damn sandwich. Will you be ordering through the app? No, I'm not going to order through the app, stupid. I swear to God, fast food employees are getting goddamn dumber. Last week, Brad and Kid wanted to go to In-N-Out. Now, I don't get anything when we go to In-N-Out, because I don't like In-N-Out. Not my place. And there's a bunch of reasons for it, but this is the main reason. This is the main reason I don't go to In-N-Out. Because everybody that works there is goddamn dumb. I get so upset, and, and she can attest to how upset I was when this happened, and it wasn't even to me this time. You go through the drive-thru. They don't ask you that stupid app question like they do at McDonald's now because the world is fucking stupid. But they do ask you, will you be eating this in your car? Okay, I put it in the fucking bag. No, I, I, and, and, and look, this got to be such a thing with me when I lived in California, I would say, no, I am not planning on eating this in my car. I am going to go home, sit in front of my television, and eat this. And do you know how it would be delivered? It would be delivered in that goddamn box. The other day, the other day, went to the In-N-Out here in Texas, shithole, went to the drive-thru. Uh, will you be eating that in your car? No, we will not be eating this in our car. Get to the window, and what is there? Lo and behold, it's in a box. Fucking done. Done. I'm going to snap. I'm going to fucking snap, people. Through ordering through apps, and now they don't listen to this, listen to that. It's bullshit. If I go through the drive-thru tomorrow at McDonald's and they charge me full boat for a goddamn McMuffin, I'm going to fucking drive away. I'm going to leave them stuck with ten McMuffins there. They can eat my butthole, bastards. Oh, I'm so pissed at that. Oh, it is Waterburg country, and they got in and outs here, but they ain't that good. Uh, let's say some good mornings, uh, shall we? Uh, looks like Ghost was first one here. It says, good morning, y'all. Good morning, Fred. Morning, Brad and Kid. I hope that you have a wonderful, spectacular day today, even though it's windy as fuck outside. Hot Mama says, happy hump day, hump day, hump day. Right back at you. Derek says, good morning, ass family. Happy hump day. There we go. Great song. Derek said to the boats and hoes. Oh, shit, I missed the first half of this song. Started over. Infant Sorrow. Yes, uh, look, I hate Russell Brand. Oi, I'm Russell Brand. Oi. I do like that song. I think it's a funny song, and it was actually a pretty decent song, too. Uh, in front says, happy hump day, hump day, hump day. Uh, played the asshole song, Braddy Kid says, that's my theme song. Sassy Pammy says, good morning, and says, it sure is, Braddy. Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family, happy hump day, hump day, hump day. Uh, can't believe you went through an extra leg work to get free tacos, but ordering a McMuffin on an app is too much. Yes, yes it is. It truly is. You see, because I don't have to type in the app how many I want, minus this, minus that. I can go to Taco Bell and go, uh, I'd like a free taco, please. And it's free. Uh, Alicia says, uh, morning, y'all. Happy Friday. It's not Friday Eve. Today is hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Sassy Pammy says, I never had a messed up order in and out. Perfection. Okay, I'll go with you. 
Uh, wait a minute. It's Wednesday. I swear I thought it was Thursday. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're a day ahead of yourself. And then Har- Harrison, really? I thought the McMuffins were are 46 cents. Never mind. That's the Longhorns record. Four and six. Do we not recall the 70 that four and six team put on? You're sorry, Texas Tech ass. Tech will represent the Big 12 in a bowl game. Well, I hope they do because Texas sure as fuck ain't. We'll just live on that 70 points we scored against Texas Tech this year. And I believe you were at that game, Harrison. Now, that is not my only observation of the day, this whole McDonald's thing. Here's my other uh, uh, thing that I have noticed. Yesterday, we went out. Barbecue was on the menu yesterday, and we went to Hutchins Barbecue. Hutchins Barbecue is ranked in the top ten uh, uh, barbecue places in all of Texas. Number one, some shithole place over in Fort Worth I ain't going. But but Hutchins is in the top ten, and Hutchins is good. That I mean, it flat out, uh, the brisket melt, the best brisket I've ever had. And they have the... Uh, uh, the 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 tornadoes, that's a bacon wrapped jalapeno that's got a cream cheese and brisket on the inside. Had some of that too yesterday, and they have free peach cobbler and banana pudding and ice cream there too. So went over there, had that, had a great lunch, amazing, spectacular, best barbecue ever. Then we had to go to Sam's Club. Now now. Hutchins has two locations. They got one in Frisco, and they got one in uh, McKinney. We went to the one in McKinney. A little bit closer, not much, but a little bit. And right down the street was the McKinney Sam's Club. Had to go to Sam's. Now, I'd never been to this Sam's Club. And let me just tell you, this Sam's Club, the way it was operated was like watching a monkey fuck a football. I, I, but, but see, I'm not, I'm, I'm not there yet. Let me, let me get to what I'm really pissed off about. This is my daily observation today. People are just fucking dumb. They're dumb and they're rude and they're awful. And the main people I'm talking about are the slow walkers. The slow walkers who aren't even looking at anything. They just walk right down the middle of the fucking road there with their big ass shopping cart at Sam's. And they just walk slow, and then they stop to have a conversation. And you're right behind them. And you got to put on your brakes. I, I mean, you're walking all of a sudden, and then... Oh, there's nothing that aggravates me. There's only one thing that comes close to aggravating me that much. And it's when you're trying to back out of a parking space. Okay? You got your car in reverse. Then big white lights come on. Right, right, right. The light, white lights come on, and you start to back out. You're moving. And then somebody has to still walk right fucking behind you. I, I, I already started the moving process. You can't walk behind me. I know you're a pedestrian. You got the fucking right away. But you know what? From now on, you're getting run over. I, I'm just telling you, you're getting run over. Oh, it's pissing me off. It, it, it's making me mad. Making me mad. You ever notice, since you want to call me Andy Rooney, you ever realize, you ever notice, it's true. Start backing up, and then all of a sudden, boom, right fucking behind you. 
I hate the motherfuckers that are driving and see you backing up, and they continue driving. Right? They're in their cars. They see you. You're halfway out of the spot, and they're going to keep going. I like the dipshits that that, that are waiting for your spot when you're backing out of the spot, and they don't give you enough room to back up all the way. I can't go anywhere. Oh, that is the worst. The worst. Now, now I can start the show because I've gotten that off my chest. I'm sure I'll have more shit to get off my chest tomorrow. But this is kind of the daily observation as well. And I need y'all's help on this, honestly. I'm very confused about something. And it and look, look, how about people going like 25 in a parking lot? Ever heard of other cars? It's a parking lot, not the fucking Autobahn. Amen. Mike D says, shit, try and drive an 18-wheeler. Need to continue to push forward as you're the one that's going to back up, right? Oh, people are fucking, they're just nincompoops when it comes to driving. That's right, I said it, they're nincompoops. So we get done with our, our, our stuff yesterday, our errands, running out, doing all this shit, right? About, by the way, vow to never go to that Sam's Club again. They, they only had like two uh, self-checkouts open and then two other things open. The place was packed. It's Sam's Club. How can you have a Sam's Club open with only four lines? Oh, it was just, it was, it was maddening yesterday. And then, now Sam's has this new thing. I'm not going to start yet. I don't need help yet. I'll tell you when I need help. Sam's has started this new thing. You, you, you know when you're, you're going through Costco, and you're done, and you pay, and you got your receipt, and you walk to the front of the store, and they got them people with them highlighters or them Sharpies, and they look at your receipt, and they count your items, and they go, okay, go ahead. Well, Sam's has got this new trick now where they scan a bunch of your items. Now, literally, I'm not kidding about this. We had nine items yesterday, three of which were Dr. Pepper 36-packs. That's right, 36-packs, baby. Those will be gone next week. So we had three of those, which means we had six other things in the cart. So they do this new thing now at Sam's where they don't count what you have. They scan your items against your receipt. So you hand them the receipt, and then they start scanning shit to make sure it's on there. They scanned, and and I've asked about this before because I don't care for this too much. Lady said, usually they go, they scan the highest price thing and the lowest price thing. Yesterday, I'm not kidding on this, nine items, three of which were the same. So that would be six items. Correct? Correct. They scanned five fucking items. I wanted to put my credit card in a bitch's mouth. Be like, if you're going to do this, just make this the fucking checkout then. Why aren't the checkout lines right there at the door? I've saved them money from fucking employees. Put the checkouts right there at the door. As soon as you check out, you leave. You don't get to walk by anything else. They, They might have empty boxes laying next to it. That way you don't have to have people waiting there and beep, 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 beep. You should just check me out then. Oh, I hate that shit. Hate it. So dumb. Speaking of dumb, now we can help me. Yesterday I got home, turned on the TV, 
saw that the jury uh, had called it a night. Dude, it's karma for shoplifting. I almost got caught yesterday. We had to go to CVS. And I had to get some uh, some some uh, denture adhesive. And I scanned one and I threw both of them. I had two of them. I scanned one and I threw them both in the bag. Whoa, that manager was watching me. He's like, oh, what's the problem over here? I said, well, I scanned these and they, oh, you only scanned one. I said, oh, I thought I got them both. So, kind of got busted yesterday, but not really. I mean, I had a candy bar in my back pocket, so fuck them. Um, all right, so I get home yesterday. I see that the 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 jury had actually asked the court to clear something up as tensions were rising outside. So this is where I am. This is where I'm confused. And, and, and honestly, there is no wrong answer here, and I will do my best not to shit all over whatever answer you give me because I know that you're just answering the question. But why are they afraid that riots will happen when the verdict is read and if he's acquitted? If he's acquitted, they're worried that riots will happen. Now, I'm confused. He's a white guy, and he killed two other white guys and shot a third white guy. By the way, it's not even an election year. So why are they worried about riots? Is it me, or are the people that, that, that stage these riots, the Antifas of the world, the BLMs of the world, are they just scratching? Are they just scratching and itching for a riot? Because this this makes no sense. This makes less than... uh, Look, George Floyd, black man, was knelt on by a white cop. I'm not going to say that that deserved riots because I don't think really anything deserves riots. Not even when your team wins the Super Bowl, Oakland. Talking to you. Um... But but why mob justice? And and one of the guys he killed was a pedophile who was screaming out the N-word. So why are we worried? I like I, I appreciate that ogre mob justice, but uh I don't understand why. There are going to be riots. Yeah, I heard yesterday that one of the prosecutors was saying that uh, the uh, pedophile guy who was killed was a hero, not Kyle Rittenhouse. I think uh, that's what Alicia said here on the uh, Mixer board. (laughs) Or when your team loses the Super Bowl, also still Oakland. The A's can't win a Super Bowl. Well, no, they can't, not anymore, but... In the past, when the Raiders have won, bad things have happened, or lost, bad things have happened. And that's just me picking on the city of Oakland. Um, but I don't get this. Like, I, I, I really don't understand this. 
Are, are they mad because a white guy's going to get off? Well, have they watched the trial? Have they paid any attention to the trial? I mean, the prosecution has fucked this more sideways than John Holmes ever did in any of his porno flicks. Uh, humans have a natural tendency to try and remain relevant. With the house of cards that is civilization, we need and crave the pursuit of relevancy, like being uh, some kind of Darwinian alpha. It's why supervisors and managers change programs, come up with fancy new acronyms or title, team titles, reorganizations, etc. Makes them look uh, busy, look relevant. Likewise with groups like Antifa or BLM or the Oath Keepers, etc. If they don't react to every little thing, they're losing their sense of relevancy. Okay. Now, now, look, look, like I said, I'm not going to shit on that. That's a great explanation. But what I'm trying to get at here is the bigger picture of it all. If you truly want us to take your group seriously, and, and by the way, anybody who takes BLM or Antifa seriously, come on. Y'all need to wake up. Because those are going to be two of the people. Sorry, I got to clean up my nose. There we go. Those are going to be two of the groups right at the helm of this. You want people to actually follow your cause? And, and Ogre, I, I'm not arguing against you. I, I, I love that. I, 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 love, I, I love that, what you wrote there. I can buy that. Okay, let's see. Kyle Rittenhouse asked to step outside and defend the courthouse while the verdict was being read. <laughs> I saw a great meme yesterday. Uh, I think it was Tommy. Tommy put it up, and I laughed so hard at it. Hold on, let me let me let me see what this meme was again. Uh, it says R seventeen. Oh yeah, you're seventeen year old. This is so great. And it's... How dare you? Blah, blah, blah. We'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and face off. Your 17-year-old Greta Thunberg against our 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse. I think that we're going to get the win on that one. We'll just go ahead and take the big-ass W on that one there. Kyle's fixing to make a reality show with that lawyer couple from St. Louis. Uh, actually, it's just a meme. Okay, yeah, it's a great meme. And, and like I said, look, the memes have been great with this. But but honestly, like like in all seriousness, all seriously, seriously, if these groups want us to ever take them seriously, which, by the way, won't be done, but especially BLM. If the Black Lives Matter movement is here and they protest this verdict, not only will you lose the relevancy, which Ogre was talking about, but you lose everything. This has absolutely, positively nothing to do with Black Lives Matter. I mean, this is a group that still hasn't done anything about Chicago, and they're talking about showing up here? Chicago, where they have between 40 and 60 shootings a weekend, 
Mainly black people are being shot. Black children are being killed. Yet BLM hasn't rolled up there. So do black lives not matter in Chicago? And by the way, what black life here was affected by Kyle Rittenhouse? By the way, where was BLM at the Astroworld fiasco? We got an update on that. Where were they there? Why were they not there helping, you know, take bodies out of there? Hell yeah, even Bill Maher said liberals are stupid when it comes to a civil war because who do you think has all the guns? Oh, I've heard what he said about that, and he's absolutely right. Who has the guns, who has more of the guns, and who knows how to use said guns. That's right, liberals, you don't want this in a civil war. You're being led by Greta Thunberg. I mean, that's the funniest meme that's out there. You, you want to get your left-leaning pals together, you libtards, you progressives, and you want to get behind Greta? I'll happily stand behind Kyle Rittenhouse because he's already proven he can get the fucking job done. Thanks again for the blah, blah, blah sound effect. No worries. Uh, cracks me up whenever I get a text message. Nice. Black lives only matter when they're killed by Whitey. Yeah, by Whitey Cop mainly, but yes, you're right. BLM wasn't there because they were at work. Almost got through that with a straight face. <laughs> oh, man. I swear to God, like, This whole thing, this whole Kyle Rittenhouse thing, I've watched it unfold now, and it just, it's really sad for America. It truly is sad. And, And honestly, I hope they treat everybody who riots when the, when the verdict does come out, I hope they treat them all as bad. I guess the shaman fellow, the QAnon shaman guy is up on, he's going to be sentenced today. This guy that had the big, like, buffalo headdress on that went into the Capitol on January 6th. I want to treat all tonight's protesters or whenever the verdict come out protesters just like the January 6th people. I want to see people hunted down that took place in tonight because there's no room for it. There's no room for it. These aren't peaceful protests. What are you peacefully protesting? Now, I will tell you that if anything goes awry in another case that's happening right now in America, the case where two white former Klansmen who are being filmed by a third guy, and I don't know if he was in the Klan or not, when they chase down a young black man who's jogging and they execute him in the street, I'm just going to tell you right now, if something goes awry in that case and those two white guys are let go, all of Atlanta will burn back down again. It'd be like Sherman burning down Atlanta the first time. He's going to do it again. Not this case. This case has nothing to do with anybody. Just let it go. But they won't. 
Those two white guys are murderers. Absolutely, positively. Uh, hold on a second. Let me get it out here. Correct the mundo. They hunted that guy down. It, it, it's sad. But see, we live in such a fucked up time. Such a fucked up time in our world. Kamala Harris. Kamala the Indian giant, our vice president. Her niece, this fucking mouthy ass niece, comes out and writes a Washington Post op-ed telling parents to teach anti-racism at home by saying this. You want to teach about anti-racism? Tell your kids this. I want want you to hear how anti-racist this is. That the United States was founded by white supremacists. Mina Harris, the niece of Vice President Kamala, the Indian giant here, told parents to teach their kids that the U.S. was founded by white supremacists. Now, how can you teach anti-racism by being fucking racist? Once again, we're using today's standards and practices to judge America Almost 200 years ago. Now, Joe, what do you think? Come on, man. I I mean, really. How long is this going to go on? How long is this bullshit going to happen? Oh, America was founded by white supremacists. Huh? What's up, Mark in Detroit? How are you, my friend? All this is an effort to discredit existing constitutionality and replace it with some freedomless warped version. This is the thing I don't understand. Do these people not realize that we were here before them? The world was a fucking all fucked up place before they even got here, and they just fucked it up even more. You can't change history. I know. I know that you want to. And I know that you want to make it better because you want to blame everything on the past. You know why I don't have a job, sir? It's because my ancestors were enslaved. Huh? Yeah, we just... It's so frustrating to see stories like this. And I'm telling you right now, I tell your kids and tell your grandkids the story that I'm telling you right now. That when, when it comes to the table and owning pets is a horrible slave-like thing, that your granny and grandpa, who have dogs right now, dogs and cats, were not bad people. They enjoyed the companionship of a dog and a cat. Mm-mm-mm. Martin Detroit says, uh, I fucked up and ruined my sobriety to the point I had to call off work, which we can't afford. All right, well. Mark, I'm sorry to hear that, buddy. Gotta get back on that sobriety horse if you want to keep going. Just 
what was it, yesterday, the day before, you're talking about how you've paid off a couple things for the wedding, but you still got to save and do all kinds of stuff. Mark, you, are, are, are you sure you want to stop drinking? You, you sure? You doing it for yourself? You doing it for your, your lady friend for the wedding? I mean, that's what you got to answer that question for. I'll go into a little bit of, to the ask here. Uh, but if, if you're going to one day come in and say, hey, I've done this, this, and this. I'm doing good. I'm still sober. And then literally a day later come in and, and throw a big monkey wrench in the show saying, well, I fucked up my sobriety. Usually when I say, hey, how you doing? Kind of, okay, but you answered it. All right, so I'll answer you. Mark, I've heard you talk about being so getting sober now for what? Two years? Something like that? Let me just say this right now. I don't mind answering the questions. I don't mind talking about it. But if you're going to get sober, then get sober. Okay? Stop stop putting your toe in and going, "Ooh, this feels good," and then take it out. Jump in. Jump in that pool of sobriety. If that's what you want. If you don't, if you want to keep partying and you want to fucking live your life the way you want to live your life and you don't want to have anybody telling you what to do and what not to do, I'm not going to, I, I look, I'm not going to fucking find you a bad person if you keep drinking. That's just the person you are. Be true to yourself. What does yourself want? Does yourself want to get sober? I wanted to get sober when I got sober. I, I, Wanted to get clean when I finally got off drugs. Not for anybody else, for me. If you're doing it for somebody else, don't. Don't use them as the cross that you're going to bear from now on. And you're going to put it on them. This is why I enjoy the show Intervention, but I'm dead set against interventions. Because when you give people the big ultimatum, like, hey, Mark, you're going to either stop drinking or you can't be with me. Well, they're going to stop drinking at first. And then maybe a year later when things are going bad, that person's going to say, I quit drinking for you. That's bad. Don't use that. Don't do it. If you're going to get sober, get sober. And I'm sorry to be so matter of fact of it, uh, Mark. But you've come, you've asked me off the air, we, we've, we've talked, we've had conversations via text and via messages. So now, let me just say it the blunt way. The way my father would put it to me the first time. You either shit or get off the fucking pot. Uh, Ogre says, I teach my kids that our founding fathers were indeed slave owners and were white supremacists. It's undeniable. They did think that they were better because of their skin. However, I also teach them humans are not perfect. Not a single one. And I put the historical pers- uh, perspective in there. I teach them all the founding fathers did bad things by our standards. They also did many things that made it possible uh, for more freedom to result. Yes. Yes, they did. And once again, let me, let me add something in there. They did things that were bad by our standards. That was the rule of the day then. I'm not saying that makes it right. I'm not, no, no, I'm not saying that makes it right whatsoever. I'm just saying that's the way it was. 
Once again, to reference the Django Unchained version when they said, did he use the N-word too much? And Samuel Jackson said, what other words did they have? But I think that's a great way to teach your kids. Teach them the truth, that they were slave owners. Yes. And at that time, that's how America worked. Uh, let's see. I think that's perfect, Ogre. I've done similar while also pointing out to my kids slavery existed before America was a country. And by the way, I would just like to point out slavery still exists today. If you don't think that, that countries have enslaved people, just look at China. Just answer the question. You're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it for attention. Christopher says, Mark, we love you. God loved you. If drinking makes you sick, then please stop drinking. We want the best for you. Yes. Why is it necessarily to teach whites they were white supremacists? I guess because they want the full truth out about them. Look, once again, that was the way of the world. We can not like it. We can hate it all we want. But that was the way, that was the way it was. Uh, at least says, Mark, take this day to reevaluate your reasons. Why are you doing this? What are your triggers? And who are you getting sober for? And another thing is, if you love this woman, are you planning on throwing it back in her face that you got sober for? If you do, then you don't love her because love doesn't do that either. Yep. Want to respond to what you said, but I'm thinking I'm going to shut the fuck up. No, I don't want you to shut the fuck up, Mark. I mean, Mark, if you're going to throw this big monkey wrench in the shit where we change the topic from what's happening in the world to your sobriety, and I'm taking the sobriety on, okay. Uh, Harrison, I think it's important to teach so we don't create some kind of cult of stone idiot idols. Cult, cult of stone idols. I'm just here to say, it's the way the world was. And by the way, there ain't nothing we can do about it except what we've done and where we are today. In America today, we don't have sl- – slavery is illegal. Now, do I think that some places probably have it in America? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. There are sex slaves. There are people being trafficked in this country right now more than we will ever know. By the way, by the way, we do have celebrity-ass deathmatch today. Just to let everybody know. Video games today. But this idea that we're going to go in and and we're going to make people in today's world pay for things that were done 100 to 200 years ago. I wasn't even half a thought 200 years ago. Why do I have to pay for it? I, I mean, I mean, honestly, why do I have to pay for it? If that were the case, wouldn't wouldn't the Jews pretty much own all of Egypt right now? We had to go back and 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 hold people responsible because the Egyptians held the Jews for what four hundred years, five hundred years, six hundred years, enslaved the Jews for six hundred years. Very, very interesting stuff there. 
How about this story? Okay, since I got you guys all worked up today, how do you how does this make you feel? And uh, Douglas, I believe, sent this story to me uh, Friday, and I've had it since then, and it just finally made the Daily Mail. Uh, okay, folks have told me to get back to what I was before. The problem is my issues. I've had them for so long, I don't know my baseline. I don't even know what that means. Honestly. I, look, look, look. If you say you drink because you're combating bad things happening in your childhood or bad things happening to you, uh, there's a lot healthier ways to confront those bad things that happen to you. Drinking is not the healthy way to confront it. I'll just say that. That'll be my only anti-alcohol rant. There are plenty of other ways to get over bad things that happen to you than drinking. So now, if you think that drinking is the only way that you can get through your daily life without thinking about your past, then look, hey, tell your fiance, hey, it's over. I mean, I don't want you to break up. I'm not trying to break up a, a, a marriage here. But this idea that every couple months we go through this, Mark, well, I blew my sobriety again. Like, like, I look, and you're not the only person that does this. I know somebody that works in radio who reaches out to me, and I don't mind it. They reach out to me at least four or five times a year talking about how, oh, well, I blew my sobriety. I had six months. And this person has kids. And I just sit there and I go, why are you drinking? Look, look, this is all you got to do is ask yourself why you drink. You drink because you enjoy it. You drink because you need to. And look, I'll tell you right now, if you you drink a whole lot and you get the shakes when you don't have them, then you have to medically get rid of that. Alcohol and, uh, oh, whatever Xanax or whatever that classification of drugs are, those are the only two drugs that can kill you with the withdrawals. You might have an opioid problem like I did. <laughs> I didn't have a problem. I liked it too much. That was my problem. But the withdrawals will not kill you. Mm-mm-mm. Cowboys girl says, my ex tried to get sober for me for many years. I kept telling him that he had to do it for himself. You have to love yourself enough. Sad to say he's homeless and still using. Mark, choose to love yourself. Get to get help to process you through the trauma in your life. Yes. Doug says, Mark, I'm not sure uh, if you are a reader, but there are two books that I would recommend that have helped. What to Say When You Talk to Yourself, paperback by Shad Helmster, and Atomic Habits by James Clear. Benzos, that's it. Thank you, Hot Mama. Benzos and alcohol, the only two that you can die from the withdrawal symptoms. Now, look, I'll give you another book, the big book, the AA big book. You can read that entire book, and I bet you, I bet you dollars to donuts, and I hold on to my donuts quite tightly, that you will find a story in there that you relate to, and it'll all click. First meeting I ever went to, I just sat and listened. I raised my head when they said any first-timers here, and I said, hi, I'm Arnie, I'm an alcoholic. And they welcomed me, and they gave me my, my one-day chip, which, by the way, yes, I still have. 
It's funny because I kept all my plastic chips separate from all my, my good ones that I got, but then my house was robbed and somebody stole all my chips. But my dad had started and Braddy Kid had started getting me my, my, my up-to-date chips. And I have my chip on my key ring. Each and every day I see it. I don't have an issue with alcohol. These books help you uh, rewire your brain and help you become the person you want to be, okay? Uh, Alicia says, Mark, I'm sure emotions are high right now for you. Screenshot some of these messages. Write down some of these things being said. And when you feel your emotions are relaxed, reevaluate and go back into those questions. You may not be ready also to hear these things based on your emotional state at this moment, too. You're absolutely right. Mark, you need to shit or get off the pot, like I said earlier. Uh, I'm a tough love parent. If you were my kid and I'm telling you the same thing, I'd never ask Arnie to change who he is. He had demons and I support him through his hard times. Do I wish we wouldn't dip as much as he does? Yes. But I'd never ask him to stop. Yeah, because that ain't going to happen. He had to do that on his own if he ever wanted to. That was just an example. Ask family, he doesn't want to stop dipping so you're safe. No, no, dipping ain't going nowhere. I got dipping right now. Same with Dr. Pepper. Ain't going nowhere. Uh, let's see. Uh, Mark, you might think uh, of it this way. Alcohol is a slow burn poison. You don't need to take a teaspoon of freaking Drano every day because it'll kill you. If you need some other outlet for getting your uh, emotional baggage off, this might sound silly, but try boxing. Try exercise. Try painting. Try music. Quite often, you just need a creative outlet. My wife does collage therapy. She clips random words and images from magazines and puts them together into art. It works out her issues. I do music because it gets uh, gets shit out of my head from posterity. Let me tell you. Let, let me just tell you. The reason why I write comedy, writing comedy is the best therapy I've ever had in my entire life. And when I start to go through it, look, look, and this is all about depression. This isn't even about alcoholism. This is another beast that you're going to have to tackle on your own, Mark, is, is depression. You have to find stuff that makes you happy. Now, I would say instead of going out and tying one on, if you want to exercise, go out for a run. If do if shots are your thing, take shots of water. Get off the pot because, according to Joe, you can shit your pants. Uh, <laughs> look, man, uh, there are so many things that you can do aside from drinking. And look, like I said, if you need the the professional help, then hey, you got to call somebody that can help you get off the alcohol safely. Harrison says I was out of control drinking, getting the shakes, and sick. When I didn't have it, I quit for three years, and now I can have a beer or two a week and in a better place. Good for you. A lot of times we replace a habit with another habit. Find a healthy habit to replace drinking with. This is how I quit smoking cigarettes almost 20 years ago. Well, see, here's the thing. A lot of alcoholics, and and I know that I'm going to be talking, and there are going to be people that hear me, and they go, oh, that's bullshit, Arnie. I do believe that this is a part of something that's in your brain, and people want to blame alcoholism on a disease. Well, I think I think the disease is more of a an addiction disease. It's a disease, and whatever you find is your addiction. 
when I quit drinking, like when my dad quit drinking, he jumped into the church. And let me tell you, that was his healthy way out. He jumped into the church and go to AA meetings. That's how he quit. Till the day he died, he had over 30 years sobriety. Nothing. I was never more proud of my dad than that. Now, when I quit drinking, I didn't like meetings that much. I still to this day don't like meetings that much, but I'll go because they do help. I found that working out was, and I know everybody's laughing right now, but look, look, there was a time in my life where I could bench almost 500 fucking pounds. I was in the gym a lot. I could leg press over 1,000 pounds. And I was addicted to that. And then that led into my softball addiction, meaning I played softball about six nights a week. And it was very competitive softball. Travel team softball. Then when I realized my body, I didn't like to work out anymore. I was tired of working out. I was tired of doing all that shit. I had to occupy myself with something else. And that's when I found golf. I fucking practiced. I practiced golf in my 30s. I'd go out and play all the time. I'd practice all the time. I found other things to do with my time than sit around and drink. And then the golf, which I got injured playing and tore a ligament in my wrist. Not bad enough for surgery, but I I guess I sprained it pretty bad, and they gave me Norco's. They gave me Norcos, and I was like, oh, I think I like these better than I like golf. And that's what sent me down that. Now, I've found that writing comedy and doing this show are a lot healthier than that. Braddy can can attest that I'm always working on the show. I'm always working on the show. That's my addiction is this show and doing comedy. That's it. And finding shit that's funny. So, Mark, let me just say this to you. We're going to end this right here. Um, and then we're going to get back to this fucking next terrible story we're about to do. Mark, I want you to take today, since your sobriety is broke, if you want to drink, then go out and drink today. Okay? Well, thank you, Cowboys Girl. I appreciate you saying I'm great at it. I appreciate that. Um. If you've already broken the seal on today, there's no use on fucking saying, well, I'm not going to drink anymore. Fuck, you got today beat. Go to bed. Wake up in the morning. And this is what I dare you to do tomorrow. I want you to use today to think about the things that you like to do. I don't want you to put them up here on the message board, things that you like to do. I want you to write it down for yourself. Things that you like to do. Things that can occupy my, occupy my time other than drinking. Because, Mark, I know that you don't have a lot as it is money-wise. And that's not a judgment. This is me trying to help you. Alcohol costs money. You being hungover, not going to work today, costs you money. I would suggest you find something that doesn't cost money. And throw yourself into that. That's the best advice I can give you today. So there you go.
there it is, right there. It's the easiest thing to do. Today, if you want to enjoy some more beverages today, then make today uh, the 17th. So tomorrow will be your birthday. Tomorrow, November 18th, will be the day that you start living a sober lifestyle. But take today to write down all the things that you like to do that maybe not cost any money. Find all those things. I don't care if it's watching TV. Fucking watching Chicago PD. Then fucking watch Chicago goddamn PD all day. If it's watching fucking, I, I don't know, it's listening to the radio. If it's listening to other podcasts, I would always listen to this podcast first, but you've got other podcasts out there. Throw yourself into that shit. If it's writing, fucking, it, look, look, I will say this, that when I was in the nut house, I journaled every day that I was in there. And when you're in the nut house and they give you a writing implement, let me tell you that you learn about what freedom is in the nut house. Freedom is using a regular pen. When you're in the nut house, they give you a rubber pencil that has some graphite in there. And I had the forearm of a 13-year-old boy after writing in my journal there. Adam J, buenos dias, amigo. How are you, my friend? Start journaling. Write what you did to stay sober today. This is, this is one more idea I got for you. So tomorrow, you're going to write down, today I, I'm writing in here to, to talk about all this, and this is why I'm sober, blah, 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 blah. And the next time you get an urge to drink, instead of running to the bottle, run to your journal and read that. Read that passage of why you weren't drinking today. I don't care if you have to read it a thousand times. Read it. Read it until that urge goes away. Because cravings only are there, honestly, for about three minutes. And then the, the, the craving will go away. I promise you that. all right, man. I'm, I'm here to help anybody who wants to help. But, Mark, you, you stop the show again, I'm going to drop the hammer on you because we've done this a, a couple times. And like I said, I don't mind, but when we have other stories and other people, I can't just focus on one member of the flock. I've got to entertain the entire flock. So we're going to go back to entertaining the entire flock now. And, Mark, I'm rooting for you. Uh, all right. Alan Walker. He spells his name A-L-L-Y-N. Alan Walker teaches sociology and criminal justice at Old Dominion University in Virginia. And, well, I'm sorry. Alan Walker is a trans professor. And now is claiming that sexual attraction to children isn't always immoral. And this professor wants to destigmatize pedophilia and use the term minor attracted persons instead. Really? Now, now look. This has been 
Oh. This is this has been one of the the fights that gay people have been fighting since the first time they ever came out of the closet and people like Harvey Milk. Um the gay lifestyle has always had this stigma that it leads to pedophilia. It always has. And the LGBTQ community has fought against this for so long. And now an actual member of the LGBTQ society is saying that he wants to destigmatize pedophilia. Uh, v Coop says, usually I'm not for labeling people, but this dude is a pedophile. Oh, Straight Fire says it'll happen within the next year, 10 years. Book it. Well, Straight Fire, I want to agree with you. I do. I do want to agree with you. But then we have to all remember to slow down. Slow down on our giving up on America because we all have to remember one thing. That children cannot consent. I, I, and, and we aren't talking about, he, he's not talking about statutory rape. That's not what this guy's talking about. He's talking about pedophilia. Statutory rape is when a girl who's 16 has sex with a boy who's 20. And that, that boy has to then report as a sexual predator. Now, we can debate that over and over again. That's not what this guy's talking about. This guy's talking about a grown man. Someone past the age of 27, probably in their 30s, having sex with a 10 or 11-year-old. That is what pedophilia is. And I I honestly, and, and straight fire, I'm not arguing with you here. Uh, I don't know if it's the giving up on America so much as realizing the idiots who are in charge that make the law, the citizenry who keep voting them in. I totally understand where you're going. I totally do. Let me just say this, straight fire. I won't be surprised. It will not surprise me. It won't shock the shit out of me that this happens. Maybe I'm just too old And I have too much belief in people that they are not ever going to destigmatize pedophilia because pedophilia has always been wrong, is always wrong, and will always be wrong. Thanks, V. Coop. I appreciate that. Feeling shit, uh, got the booster and was told less side effects from it. Had the same symptoms as last time. Fever, chills, headache. Oh, fuck. Take care, Stackar. Minor attracted dead motherfucking person. See, we give these mentally ill people an inch and they're going to take a mile. Yep. What did Alicia say? Uh, 
Oh, this motherfucker. I saw his video. Oh, is there a video of this fucking idiot? Oh, there's a picture of him. Her, whatever the fuck. I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to give him the, the time on my show to play his video and what he... Uh, he says, a lot of people, when they hear the term pedophile, they automatically assume that it means a sex offender. And that isn't true. Um, from my perspective, there is no morality or immorality attached to the attraction to someone because no one can control who they're attracted to at all. This is what separates us from the animals, though. Animals go around fucking whatever they want to fuck because they're animals. They don't have any control. So for this guy to say that, he's saying that... Oh, here it is. ...in the title and throughout the book for multiple reasons. Um, First of all, because I think it's important to use terminology for groups that members of that group want others to use for them. Um, And math advocacy groups, like Before You Act... Um, have advocated for use of the term MAP. Um, They've advocated for it primarily because it's less stigmatizing than other terms like pedophile. Uh, A lot of people, when they hear the term pedophile, they automatically assume that it means a sex offender. Uh, And that isn't true, and it leads to a lot of misconceptions. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Hey, uh, look, I I can play this game. The term pedophile. All right, ass family, uh, while I'm looking this up, I'm going to ask you a question. I have the music. What does the term pedophile mean to you? Pedophile, it's a noun, a plural noun, pedophiles. A person who is sexually attracted to children. Um, And that is illegal. And it's immoral. Yeah, normalizing pedophilia. Look how that well went went over in Virginia, right? Pedophiles either need to be analyzed or treated or fucking locked up. It'll happen with, okay, uh, Ratburger says, just say Jeffrey Epstein. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, literally. Thank you for sending me the video, Alicia. Pretty soon murder will be normalized. They'll say people have the mortality removal deficit and need to kill because of their disorder. It's not their fault. Uh, an adult who likes to have sex with children, kid fucker, means someone that takes advantage of a child who is not able to make a well-informed legal decision on their own, a.k.a. someone that needs to be removed from this earth. Douglas says someone who doesn't deserve to be in society. EGB3 says, doesn't mean you engaged engaged in uh, a sexual act with a person underage. Is underage anywhere I've ever been? I've is illegal. It is. 
It is. Look, this is why they have the, each state has the age of consent. If you're under that age, you cannot consent legally to having sex. You can have sex, but it's not legal. If the age of consent is 17, and your 16-year-old son and, and his 16-year-old girlfriend have sex, they are, in fact, breaking the law. Now, nobody's going to turn them in because they ain't telling anybody. But when a 35-year-old guy has sex with a 10-year-old, you think that's going to be normalized? That's the problem that I have. Pedophilia. How does this guy even have a fucking job left anymore? Students are going to hold a protest today at the school. Old Dominion has so far rejected the uh, clamor to remove him, only distancing itself from the comments and saying it does not endorse or promote crimes against children. Because that's what pedophilia is. It is a crime against a child. I bet George Soros is buying this. He's Greek, enough said. Actually, he, he's, he's Jewish. George Soros is not his last name. George Soros's father, who is very anti-Jew, even though they were both born Jews, changed the name Soros because it meant to soar, meaning they were above other people. Oh, I've done a little research on old, old, old Georgie. Um... I was attracted to a hot five-year-old once. I think I was about seven. There's a big line between a 19 or 20-year-old dating a 16 or 17-year-old and a 25-year-old doing the same thing. Absolutely, positively correct. He's Hungarian, enough said. There you go. This is disgusting. I, I can't believe that newspapers... Well, I can in this day and age because straight fire is right. There are enough people that are, are, are in our country that will say, yeah, you know what, we, we should. We, we, we should scale this. There are people in this country that think that they, they've changed the name because they feel bad for strippers and hookers. Now they call them sex workers to be pub- politically correct. Hey, I, and look, if that's the way you put food on the table... So be it. But it's illegal. It's been illegal for a long, long time unless you're in certain counties in Nevada. But don't try to glam it up by saying, oh, I have a, I, I have a job. I'm a sex worker. Oh, you're, 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 you're like a construction worker, but you just use sex instead? Good for you. Hey, if that, like I said, if that's how you pay your bills, that's how you pay your bills. But if you rape children, you're not paying bills with that. This whole idea, this whole idea that we have to lighten up on all the sex crimes and all this kind of stuff. No. Because then we'll turn into Shittistan. Where they're over there and they would rather either fuck little boys or camels or goats than touch the women over there. I don't want that to be America. But hey, like I said, I'm on the tail end of my fucking ride here.
and I couldn't be happier. And they're doing it here again. Marvel Studios exec indicates she will fight to put trans characters in Disney superhero films. <sighs> Why? Why? Why is it now that kid, we, we're not allowing kids to be kids anymore? Uh, I've interrogated pedos, and they've never believed what they're doing is wrong. They believe it's a form of love. This professor is a sick fuck. Yes, these people are all sick in the head. Absolutely, positively right. Why do we have to make everything now? You, you know, we made we we made the new Robin bisexual, Superman's son is now bisexual in the comic books. We got rid of truth, justice, in the American way. Why'd we do all that? They're, they're comic books, people. And now we're, they vow to put uh, a trans person in the Marvel world. Why? Why, why is that needed? Why, why is it needed? Well, we need representation. Wait a second. You need you have representation. If you're a male who thinks you're a female and you've turned into a female, there are plenty of female superheroes that you can look up to. Black Widow, Scarlet, Wonder Woman, and vice versa. If you're a girl transitioning to a guy, you have Iron Man, Superman, Batman, Aquaman. But I think Fred said it. Fred said it earlier, and, and I have to agree with it. And this, I, I think, this is the point that Straight Fire was on, and I can't disagree with him. That once you start to give in, there's no pulling back. <laughs> they already have heroes. They're called Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, and the rest of the Transformers. That's a good point. When can we just go back to being America? When can we just go up, go back to being, I hate to say it, but normal? Where we prosecute people that do bad things. And if you're different, you get made fun of. The end. They want to put all this representation into films, and then when people don't go see the films... They are, insert term here, phobic. Yes, absolutely. Do you know why I wouldn't go see a trans superhero movie? A, because I don't believe in it. And B, there's nothing that I, that I, I want to see that trans superhero do. I, I'm saying go ahead and make the movie. I'm not going to see it. You going to force me to see it? Why is it that we don't have more special uh, needs people in Hollywood? You know, more uh, 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 Chris Burks. Becca, 
Well, we have more of those because there are a lot more of those people in society than these other groups. Don't they need to be represented on the big screen as well? What about what about bestiality? Why isn't that on the fucking mainstream? Well, a horse can't consent. Neither can a fucking child. You want to you break it down for me? I'll break it down for you. A kid under the age of consent cannot legally consent. They are not an adult. They cannot make informed decisions for themselves. A, because their frontal cortex is not fully developed. And B, they're fucking kids. So they can't say anything except okay. Well, a dog can't even say, maybe the dog gives into it and you start plowing away on the dog. From what I understand, that is bestiality still, and it's against the word, against the law. Well, we're going to destigmatize bestiality. All right, well, what about destigmatizing then necrophilia? I mean, look, I can keep going and going and going because this is all goddamn dumb. Dude, you get kicked out for throwing your shoe at the screen, yeah? Doesn't shock me. There are tons of stories of people with prominent positions that have had the same thing, FBI covering up for Epstein. They're trying to normalize this shit. And this may rattle some feathers, but I believe some of the perverted child touches, not all, but I'd bet a large percentage are. Where'd he go? Wait, you wouldn't believe in bone rag? You know, a magic dildo that hits the enemy, rendering them unconscious with an easy-to-touch? You're transphobic, Arnie. Yes, yes, Mike D., I am very transphobic. Wait, they had Handyman from In Living Color. Try to put that on today. Try to put that Handyman fucking skit on today and see what happens. Nobody's going to cheer that on. Oh, they're representing. No, they're making fun of. The pro-necrophilia group is pretty stiff competition. Ah, hey, now, look at that. Look at that. We got some jokes there. <laughs> Boner rag. Okay. I'm, just, I'm so tired of all this bullshit. Oh, we need trans superheroes, says no one. I, I mean, honestly, I, I don't know who's calling for it. By the way, this Kyle Rittenhouse thing, like going back to this, because it's a lot less dirty than talking about making pedophilia okay. John Cusack, who, by the way, has lost his fucking mind. John Cusack's an idiot. I, I, I'd like... John Cusack's about as dumb as they get when it comes into Hollywood. And I guess he went after uh, Bill Ackerman. I don't know who Bill Ackerman is for his comments in defense of Kyle Rittenhouse. I guess Bill Ackerman is some kind of rich guy. Billionaire investor Bill Ackerman said he believes Kyle Rittenhouse is a civic-minded patriot who is telling the truth, and then he acted in self-defense last year when he shot three protesters, killing two. Now, a lot of people in America think that. Well, John Cusack decided to come out after 
Bill Ackerman. And he said, billionaire investor knows stoking racial division and hate the most effective way his lizard brain knows so that he can doesn't have to pay tax. Scumbag criminal hoarder, shut the fuck up and pay tax. What does that have to do with the cost of tea in China? Stoking racial debate. How is this? This goes back to what I talked about at the beginning of the show. How does this stoke racial division? How does this Kyle Rittenhouse thing stoke racial division in our country? Anybody? Anybody? I'm waiting. Don't worry, the Mixler is still working. I can see it counting down. I'm just being quiet here. Mike D says, because the media says so. Okay, there's an answer. Not, And I'm not saying this on your point, Mike D. That's not a good answer. Uh, Ogre says, devil's advocate. Okay, please do the devil's advocate then. I would like to know how this stokes racial division. I can sit here quietly. It was a protest against a black man being shot. Someone on the protesting side gets shot. Ergo, it's racial division. It was a protest against a black man being shot. Someone on the protesting side gets shot. Ergo, well, I understand that you're being devil's advocate here. Maybe. May and, and he, he goes on to say, I don't agree with it, just the mentality is warped as it is. It is warped because it was a white shooter who shot three white guys. Because the left will find anything to put race in any situation that will further their relevance and their agenda. I think that might be correct the mundo, the right answer. And that was kind of said by Mike D, because he said, because the media says so. The three men that got shot were not there for the BLM protest. Oh, sure as hell not. The one guy who got shot and killed was yelling the N-word. They were there to be rioters. The BLM protesters should be happy that rioters that are hurting their cause were put out. Yeah. I see what you're doing, Ogre, and I think that's a good angle. Yeah, I told. I, look, look. I get what he's saying. It, it was a protest to to for a, a black man, and a white guy showed up shooting at it. But man, that, to me, that's a stretch. Remember what I said about being relevant? Yeah, John Cusack is no different. Oh. Correct the mundo. Yeah, I mean, look, John Cusack's probably never going to work in Hollywood again because he's so fucking out there. He's a nut, dude. Uh, I don't like Kyle as a person. I think he's dumb, racist little kid, but that doesn't take away from the fact that he's completely innocent. I don't know what the fucking John Balsack is talking about. He's dumb and racist, too. Uh, what makes, uh, 
Yeah, we did talk about it the other day. Look, Christopher believes that that this young man who went to a Proud Boys meeting, I guess, allegedly, and who has racist stuff on his computer. Look, you want to call him a racist, you can call him a racist because we've all said that he's it's not illegal to be racist. Once again, once again. Um, if he's racist, then here's my big question. If he's racist, and, and Christopher, you want to believe he's racist, that's fine. But if this was truly about race, if this case was about race, why'd he shoot three white guys? Hmm? Hmm? I mean, there were plenty of black folk there to shoot. Why ain't shooting black people? Hmm. Have I stumped you? Uh, to be fair. To be fair, one thought he was black. Well, he he was just yelling the N-word. Christopher will make some racist, though. Is one of the leaders of Proud Boys a have a bit of pigmentation? Look, 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 look. Those three white guys attacked him. I understand. I understand the three white guys that he shot attacked him, but he was he was walking the streets. If he's a racist, look, this is the whole thing about being a racist that that I want to point out to you guys. A racist is not ever going to vote for a black person, okay? Not ever. If we all want to go back in time and remember what the Dixiecrats were, the Dixiecrats were the same Southern Democrats that started the Ku Klux Klan Party about 100 years before. They're also the same individuals that passed and ruled with an iron fist Jim Crow laws, which were anti-black laws. A racist is not going to go out of their way and kill a white person. Now, that white person is is helping a black person, then they might be crossfire, but they aren't the targets. And I know that these three guys attacked him, but what I'm saying is this young man has a fucking AR-15, and we know what kind of damage that gun can and has done. Should it be illegal? Absolutely not. But once again, why didn't he just start picking off black folks? And this Proud Boys organization, I I don't know enough about them to run them into the ground just yet. I don't necessarily know or believe if they are a a racist hate group because isn't one of their members, like, they have like a gay member in there too. Don't they have gay members of the Proud Boys? And these guys are now about America and hunting down pedophiles. From everything that I've read recently about the Proud Boys. Now, I'm not saying that makes them right or wrong or not racist or racist. But, no, I, I, I'm just going to tell you, too, that 
I disagreed with something that was said last week on the show, and it, it's from one of my favorite people on the show. I love everybody on this show, but it was Hot Stephanie who brought up the point that he was in a bar drinking. First of all, he shouldn't be in a bar drinking because he's 17. But if I had just gotten out of court or just been released from jail that day and I drank, I would want to fucking drink after being in jail. Because my 17-year-old ass, I've told my lawyers everything I need to tell them, and they're a phone call away from me. Proud Boys is nothing but a govery, uh, psyop, government psyop. Like it, Proud Boys are a group with mixed races. Anyone who says that if you're friends with or affiliated with anyone from Proud Boys, you're lazy and lack the mental fortitude, I say, I, I said, fight me. I bet Joe didn't vote for Barry either time. Hmm. <laughs> No, our president's mentor was the head of the Dixiecrats. If you think about it, the guy he idolized was a former fucking Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah, Joe Biden got elected in this country. Uh, Alicia, I wouldn't fight you. You're one. You're a girl, and I I don't hit girls. And two, even if I tried, I don't want a whole fucking ass family making fun of me for losing. Yeah, because she'd whoop your ass. Like, I ain't even going to fuck with Alicia. <laughs> she can take a punch. Um, amazing how they flipped the script and threw chump change at the black vote and has had them ever since. Got to give it to them. They're good, damn good. Proud Boys being a racist group was media-driven. I've never seen a racist white group with a person of color running it. It's literally Clayton Bigsby. Now, look, look, look. There are other ways. Hey, Christopher, you want to believe Kyle Rittenhouse is, is racist? I Go ahead. I don't, need, I don't even need – this is the whole thing. I don't need any proof that he's racist. If that's the way you think about him, so be it. But this isn't – this whole case is not about race. As much as the media is trying to tell you that this is going to end in fucking terrible race riots, if it does, then those people are idiots, and they gave in. They gave in. Now, now look, look, y'all can hate me for saying this. The whole idea of him walking around saying he's there to help people, from what I understand best, he was there to help protect a car dealership because he didn't have any formal EMT training. He's there to help. I, I, I just roll. I'm not going to say it's not true. I just, I, I just tend to roll my eyes a little bit at it. I ain't got a problem with what he did. He was attacked. Got hit in the back of the head. He got hit in the back of the head with a skateboard. By the way, isn't it funny, too? Let's just stay on this for a minute. Isn't it funny how we all watched riots happen two summers ago? 2020, the summer of 2020, we saw riots pretty much everywhere across the country. And I'll stick in Sacramento. Because I remember watching this being infuriated when I saw it. There's a sneaker store, shoe store, 
downtown Sacramento somewhere that was being broken into and robbed during this peaceful protest. Pause again. And the cops were helping the people out of the store and letting them run away. Majority of those people were black. I remember watching the video. So I can I remember seeing it was like four black kids in a row jumped out. And then the video went away. So I can just say a, a majority of the people they were helping in that video were black. They weren't charged with anything. Breaking and entering, robbery, burglary, nothing. Imagine that store owner probably thought it would be pretty important to charge them. But it wasn't important enough. Now, this kid who's getting the shit beat out of him and then gets a gun pointed at him, he shoots to protect his life, and he's on trial. Isn't it amazing? Isn't that weird? He's basically a junior firefighter, you know, the equivalent of a lifeguard. Well, as a former lifeguard, let me just say this right now. If there was a fucking, if there was a riot in town, I ain't going to help people. I'm going to fucking get some free shit. I'm just telling you. Proud Boys have anyone gay, straight, black, Asian, white, doesn't matter. They're literally a group who supports the Second Amendment rights and the American family. They are pro-entrepreneur and pro-small business, okay? Uh, If he got hit in the back of the head with a skateboard, why didn't the Kenosha DA subpoena Avril Lavigne as a star witness? Because it wasn't my skateboard. I haven't mentioned anything about the Proud Boys. I don't know much about that organization, but it started to look like a doth protest too much pro- much situation. Hmm. No, you can look. Hey, man, like I said, Christopher, if that's the way you feel about him, okay. You don't have to, you don't have to prove it to me. People can ask you. You don't have to prove it to them. If you think, look, look, I think that, that what, what artist, right? Look, I think that Kurt Cobain is one of the most overrated artists in history. That's my personal thought. I can't stand Led Zeppelin. Now, there are a lot of people that are going to say, well, 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 Arnie, they have all these hit records. Oh, they, they've sold things. They, 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 can, they have all these proofs to me. I still don't like them. Still don't make them a good band to me. And I know they have fans. I know Nick, I, I know for, for sure Ogre's probably yelling at me right now for besmirching Kurt Cobain. I wasn't a fan of him. Hell, every time it's his birthday, I wish him a happy birthday. So you keep protesting, Chris. Christopher, you say whatever you want. I, I want everybody on this app. Everybody who's a part of the Mixler, to feel free to say whatever you want. This is a free place, and once again, once again, we can have spirited debates on this show. It's okay. We don't have to all come here and go, well, we got to agree with Arnie, or we got to agree with Ogre, we got to agree with Christopher, we got to agree with Lee. No. We don't agree. We don't agree, and we can, we can hash it out. People are asking you. I was, I was taking your part there, things that you have written in the past, I thought. But, hey, I don't want anybody to feel that they're, 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 they're silenced here. 
That's not the point of this show. Other shows that I was on, yes, it was a point of silencing you. But I can I can separate my love of Nirvana with the jokes, which I find funny. Yes, exactly. Uh, lies, Arnie Kirk Cobain is not most overrated musician. I am sure there is at least a couple more overrated artists. Uh, the mainstream media paints them in a terrible light. Hence, I say to anyone, learn the facts before making assumptions. That's to anybody and everybody. If you're getting the notion my post were to rebut your comments or outlook, they're not unless I'm pointing your name out. Say what you want, brother. We all have our outlooks. Don't feel like you need to defend yourself with me. God bless you, man. See, there you go. There you go right there. And we'll, uh, we're going to end on that note, this, this segment. We, we, we still have to talk about this, this stupidity. I'll start with the, the Loudoun County schools. I'll start with some bad news, and then we'll get to COVID, and then we'll, then we'll start to have a little bit of fun at least, I hope. I pray. Now, I'll give you some jokes before we go to the first round of the Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. Uh, the jokes today. I'm surprised I'm not being pulled off for these ones. First one's easy. What's the square root of 69? Eight something. Why did Jesus die a virgin? Because every single wound he touched closed. And why does Hillary Clinton hate Jehovah's Witnesses? Because Hillary hates all witnesses. That one's just fucking funny right there. Oh. <laughs> Douglas says, just for the record, though, my opinions are always the truth and based in facts. I've asked many experts and they agree. In front says, it's like I don't even know you anymore. First you say you don't like in and out now Led Zeppelin. Oh, I've said I've not like. When's the last time you heard a Led Zeppelin a song on this show? Mm-hmm. Never been a fan. I've just never been a fan. Now, I don't say they suck. I did, I did, I did not say they sucked. I didn't say they were terrible. I don't like them. I don't like them. Now, if I were to come out and go, Man, Led Zeppelin sucks. That would be a stupid statement. If I were to come out and say, Nirvana didn't do anything for music, that would be a very stupid statement. It's not a fan. Mental note, next time I'm guest hosting, ask for Nirvana and Led Zeppelin, and I will give in. But you got to be sitting in the chair. If Tom were to say, let's play Led Zeppelin, I would have played Led Zeppelin. So there you go. That is the honest-to-God truth. Uh, all right, let's do it, shall we? Let's play. Oh, it's time, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is time for Celebrity Death Match Arcade Video Game. All right, so I have assembled a list of 16 of the more popular video games that were in arcades growing up in the 80s. And we're going to find out who is the best. Let's get it on. All right, here we go, ass family. This is going to be tough, too. This is going to be a tough one. 
Uh, was I too late to you cover the Staples Arena name? No, I haven't covered that yet, and I think it's stupid. You can go ahead and, and, and mention what the name of the new arena is now because I, I, I hate this shit. I hate the naming of stadium. I, I, I miss Jack Murphy Stadium in San Diego. I miss Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City. I miss Texas Ranger Stadium in Arlington. Now it's Globe Life Park or Globe Life Field or AT&T Stadium. I fucking hate it. But now, back to the game. In our first matchup, oh, I'm not holding back, people. Are you ready? Our first matchup, you got to get the biggies in there. So I got them in there. Pac-Man. You know, little guy that ate the dots. Pac-Man taking on Miss Pac-Man. This is the gender battle that we've wanted to talk about for all of our lives. Who is better? Pac-Man or Ms. Pac-Man? Ask family, who ya got? We have ourselves the winner, and it was a good, hard-fought battle, but Pac-Man, regular, plain Pac-Man moves on. Now we have two games that, oh, God, I, I, I put so many quarters in the machine for this, and I didn't really like the first one that much, but the first one is Street Fighter taking on I love this game because it was a joysticks-only game. You had two joysticks, and you had to move them in certain ways to make them play. Karate Champ. Street Fighter versus Karate Champ. Ass Family. Who ya got? Yep, full point. Man, Karate Champ put up a hell of a fight. Half point. But it looks as if Street Fighter is moving on. Okay. All right. Here we go. And what I will say is my personal favorite video game of all time. I love this game. I could make it all the way to the Z on one quarter, sometimes on one life. Ladies and gentlemen, I am talking about 
in my opinion, the greatest game to ever be on available, Moon Patrol, taking on the game that took over for Turbo, because Turbo was a badass game, but Pole Position, Pole Position took it over. He had the, the wheel and everything. So, Moon Patrol versus Pole Position. Ask family who you got. I am a dick. I am sorry, Ogre. Never heard of either. What the hell? Oh, this is back and forth, people. Yes. Kale, it was the F1 racer game. Yeah, Formula One. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a sad day here in this state's household because Moon Patrol went down. Pole position moves on. So sad. Our final matchup of the first initial round. Boy, if uh, if you thought I was a dick before, just wait. The next two games taking one another on. Classics. At every pizza hut or pizza place you'd ever been to, one of these two games, if not both, were there. The first one simply is called Dig Dug, where you go into the ground and you insert a hose into a dragon or a ghost, and you blow them up until they pop. Dig Dug taking on Frogger, where you had to get the Frogger either across the the swamp or across the street. Dig Dug versus Frogger. Ask family who you got. This started off and ended up in a beaten. Wow. Man, oh man, Frogger moves on. And now the matchups are set to see who will be on the Mount Rushmore. Are you ready for this first matchup? Here we go. Ask family in our first matchup to see who gets on the actual mountain itself. I ask you to choose between these two competitors. It's very easy. 
Pac-Man versus Street Fighter. Street Fighter, Pac-Man. Ask family, who ya got? put up a hell of a fight, but Pac-Man moves on. Final matchup of the first round. Ask family, the driving game, the Formula One driving game, pole position. Taking on the game where you play an amphibian. That game is Frogger. Pole position versus Frogger. Ask family, who ya Got. Rushmore is now set with Pac-Man and Frogger. Oh, don't you worry. If you're like, well, Arnie, you didn't say this, this, or this. We've got round two coming up after the next break here at the wonderful, wonderful website, ArnieRadio.com.
probably thinks that she's the one thing I just couldn't get along without. Well, wouldn't it surprise her? I got a sympathizer as long as these bottles hold out. Video games. By the way, Friday's edition of the worst foods ever. I have found the 16 candidates. The brackets are put in place. It's ready to go. We'll be doing that one on Friday. But we have to finish up with round two and then the finals of this one coming up in just a wee bit. I told you that we got to talk about the Loudoun County uh, schools again. This is the same school district where the boy wore a dress and then raped a girl. <clears throat> Not allegedly. He raped her. He's been convicted of it. And the, the mother said, oh, she should have fought him off and all this kind of bullshit, right? And the, 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 president, or the president of the school board or the leader of the school board hit it, didn't tell anybody about it, and then lied about having the email about this. Well, now, Julie Briskman, a member of the School Board of Supervisors, tweeted that concerned parent groups 
these groups of parents that are showing up at these meetings are an alt-right group. What she's doing is she's calling them Nazis. V. Coop, you'll have to be here Friday to see if Cauliflower makes the list. Uh, der. <clears throat> it's brisk. Brisk. Like tea. Briskman. Not frisk. Or fistman. By the way, uh, if, if you don't know what alt-right is, that's like the Klan. It's like neo-Nazis. It's about white nationalism, which, by the way, this has nothing to do with because yeah, Ogre really opened my eyes to something. And, and I, I think it's important that we recognize him for this. He says he. Isn't that weird that he's taking the responsibility to teach his children? the truth about what happened 100 years ago or 200 years ago. Yes, we were slave owners. They said white is right. They wanted to lead the country that way. That's the way they were back then. He's teaching them the actual truth. Now, he never told his kids that he calls white people evil or the devil. And now we have kids that are going home from where these, these critical race theories are being taught. It breaks my heart. It really does. And usually it, I wouldn't give two shits about this. But when a six-year-old girl comes home and says, am I evil because I was born white? That's what they want you to believe, that all white people are bad. Now, I don't know about you, but wouldn't that be racist? Wouldn't that be like us saying... I don't know, all black people commit crimes? Hmm? Isn't it weird how the word gets thrown around so much and now it has no meaning whatsoever? There's a member, uh, there's a parents group called Fight for Schools. And they have members that are white. They have members that are black. They have members that are Catholic. They have members that are Jewish. And to be called an alt-right group and you're a Jew? Now, come on. This This is where we have to just throw our hands up in the air and go, stop. Stop it right now. If you want to explain the way things were, and I'm not saying that they shouldn't teach history in school. I think it, it would be stupid not to teach about slavery in school, to not teach about the Civil War in school, to not teach about the Civil Rights Movement in the 60s. And all that those people had to endure, they were attacked by German shepherds. Now, is that saying all dogs are bad? I don't think so. It's the way we were, and we've changed. We know better now. (laughs) That's the type of Jew that eats chicken salad. (laughs) I'm glad you guys found that as amusing as I did. God damn, I'm still laughing about that fucking... Well, for the people that don't eat meat, we got chicken salad. 
just the way she said it, chicken salad. And that would only happen in the South. That's why I love being here. By the way, uh, the countdown is on. We have enough pimento cheese. We just have to get the second brand of pimento cheese to make my DFPC bees. My deep fried pimento cheese bites. Making those on Saturday. Very excited. Very, very excited about that. This group, this Loudoun County, they need to have like a special election in Loudoun County and get everybody who's on this board off. You want to talk about a group that is doing nothing but damage to their local society? It's the Loudoun County School Board. These people are are all just fucked in the damn head. This is what it is. This is what it is. And we've gotten to this point now, people. And I'm betting that when I describe it, you can at least think of one person you know that's probably like this. That maybe that they they grew up and their dad had a really good paying job. And they got a new car when they were 16 because their dad worked hard for, for said car. And they gave it to their child. And then that kid ended up who worked hard in school, ended up going to a good university and in turn graduated from said university and then got a really good job and works really, really hard for everything they got. And they might drive now some kind of German sports car or a Mercedes or a Porsche or something like that. There's this little thing that's in them, though, that they feel guilty about. Well, we feel guilty. Do you feel so guilty that you're not going to drive a Mercedes? Well, you're not that guilty, huh? But you go around and you feel this sort of guilt that's in you. Like, man, I've got so much and people don't have as much as me. Well, did they work as hard as you? That's all you have to ask. Did they work as hard as you did? Do you want to end all this guilt and shit now? And by the way, there are people that that are are going to go, well, they might have. I don't know. Exactly. You don't know how hard they worked. And maybe, just maybe, that crackhead who's living under the bridge decided rather than going to school and then getting a job and then working to where they could afford something really nice, they decided that they wanted to ingest drugs into their system for the rest of their lives. Why do you feel guilty? Why do you feel guilty that person's doing that? That's on them. This whole idea of this white guilt that's out there now needs to stop. I'm here to tell you, you white folks out there that feel guilty, let me, let me just assure you of something. You had nothing to do with slavery. Zero. Zero, and I'm talking about the slavery back in the day that, that was before the, the Civil War, the act of northern aggression. You had nothing to do with that. You have nothing to do with Jim Crow laws. You have nothing to do with that at all. Zero. Now, I'd like to see those same people. There's a great area here in Dallas. Oh, I love, I love being home because I get to use this as an example. If you ever come to Dallas, Texas... And you fly into 
Love Field. I would choose that airport because it's way better than DFW. It's not as confusing. When you're leaving the airport in your rental car, take a right on Mockingbird Avenue. And just take a look at the first two blocks. Because everything on the left, that if you were to take a left, you'd see that for a couple miles. There's a gas station that a lot of people will stop at before they, they top their rental cars off. They'll stop there, and they get accosted by one of two people, either this old black woman who ain't got no teeth that you can't understand, or some thuggish-looking fella who wants extra change. And they're all hanging out in an abandoned store right there. And you look at the neighborhood, and you go, oh, my God, oh, my God, I I don't want to stop here. And all you have to do is drive two blocks east. You know what's there? There's a Bentley dealership and then a Porsche dealership. And on all these exquisite businesses, and you keep driving down Mockingbird Lane, and you'll see these phenomenal-looking houses, and you'll see that Southern Methodist University is coming up. And you'll see this area called Highland Park, which is the richest part of town. I would imagine that everybody who feels guilty that lives in Highland Park that has to drive on Mockingbird and go west, as soon as they hit that 7-Eleven, it's like the scene in Vacation. Roll them up. Well, wait a second. But you feel guilty, I thought. I'm over the guilt. I, 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 I've, I've had it with the guilt that people have in this country for no reason. Poor me. I had to work hard. Poor me. I had to work so hard. We should give to others. If you want to choose to give to others, go right ahead, but you're not, you don't have to. You may think you have to, and your friends may tell you you have to, but you don't have to because, once again, you did nothing wrong. So there you go. Now, uh, yesterday, the Pfizer folks (laughs) have submitted an emergency approval for COVID treatment pill, the FDA. So, from what I understand, if you get the COVID, you take this pill, and it drastically takes down your symptoms. Now, I don't know if there's any ivermectin in there. Oh, by the way, there's a great story, and I fact-checked it as as much as I could yesterday, and it turns out to be true. You know that fella Joe Rogan? Remember him? Everybody knows Joe Rogan. He's got 100 million people that listen to him, so he's doing pretty well. Remember when he got COVID and the doctor gave him that ivermectin? You know, that the media wanted to call horse medicine? Horse dewormer. They gave him, he took dewormer. And lo and behold, he was better a couple days later. Isn't that weird? The truth of the matter is, you ready for this? I don't know if you've heard this or not. The doctor who prescribed Joe Rogan ivermectin also prescribed that to over 150 members 
of Congress. Once again, let me say, over 150 members of Congress took horse dewormers, according to the media, but the media won't say that. You know why? Because there had to be some people who had the letter D next to their name, because there aren't just 150 Republicans in there. Uh, please, po- I don't. I don't have. Uh, hold on a second here. Let me. Uh, let me find it real quick. Uh, all right. There's a bunch of them here. Let's see. News. Here you are. Isn't that, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it was 200 members of Congress. I apologize. Dr. Pierre Corey from the Frontline Critical Care COVID Group treated him and hundreds of members of Congress with monoclonal antibodies, prednisone, Z-Pak, NAD, NAD, vitamins, and ivermectin. By the way, when Joe Rogan announced that he had taken the ivermectin, he mentioned all those other ones too. But everybody just jumped on the ivermectin. Isn't that weird? Isn't that amazing? If it wasn't for my wife being sick, too, and a coworker being a wiener, I would have been back to work in a couple days. Yeah. Uh, th- th- this whole fight, and now Pfizer's got a pill that's supposed to help. It's in pill form. It's going to stop. It, can we just stop with the mask now? So if you get COVID, you just take the pill in a couple days, you're better. Okay, then I- I'm okay with that. Oh, I, uh, Cowboys girl, I know, I know. You're absolutely right. It's used for farm animals to treat parasites. My sister would use it on her goats. When taken in the proper dose for humans, it's safe. It was initially invented for humans. Over 4 billion people had taken it before Joe Rogan ever took it. 4 billion with a B. And Big Pharma wasn't going to make money off it, which meant investors in Big Pharma weren't going to make money off of it. So once again, where's the science? So yesterday, uh, it was announced that one of the federal circuit court, uh, the Circuit Court of Appeals, the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, held up, it was over the weekend, that said Joe Biden has no constitutional right to force businesses that have over 100 people to get the vaccine. He has no right to say that, and he has no right to fine those businesses. Now, if they work with the federal government, this doesn't apply to them. 
They have contracts, federal contracts, and he can state that. Those also are being fought in court. Well, as soon as the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals came out and said this is unconstitutional, they sued and they have taken it to yet another court of appeals. Now, it's, it's getting to be ridiculous. And the way they figure out which court it's going to do, it, it's just like the NBA lottery. I'm not kidding. They, they, they do a ping pong ball drop. How does that make you feel as an American? That your future depends on which ping pong ball comes up. And from what I understand, it was the 6th District Court of Appeals, which based out of Ohio, Tennessee, Kentucky, kind of a, a, a Midwestern, Midwestern to Southern demographic for that Court of Appeals. So they'll hear it. And supposedly they'll, they'll be the, it, as soon as it's held up there, and somebody will fight it, and then it will go to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court will be hearing about this. I just wanted to let you know, the way they figure out what court it's going to is by a ping-pong ball drop. Man, oh, man, I feel proud to be an American. Ivermectin is a horse dewormer like Benadryl is a dog sleep aid. The yeah, show delivers again. Good job. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. That's my job. I find it so amusing the way that we're treated in this country. One good thing that happened yesterday in this country, I got, I got to say I love this. The, um, the, uh, the head of the Office of Inspector General, who's pretty much the head of the Homeland Security, and then the, the, the president, of course, has declined to investigate the conduct of Border Patrol agents who were pictured on horseback turning away Haitian immigrants. I got to say bravo. Somebody, somebody actually probably in the administration listens to this show, and they said, Do your fucking job. And this guy said, That's exactly what those agents at the border were doing. We are not going to investigate them. Remember how the president was going to investigate them because they were whipping these people, even though they weren't whipping them. Those were reins on a horse. But uh, because the media said they were whipping them. Come on. Come on. Is, is this a tide that's starting to change? I can only hope. But you know what happens. You hope in one hand, you shit in the other. See which one gets full first. By the way, uh, speaking of the border and the issues at the border, uh, in by the end of 2021, you ready for this number? They expect over 2 million illegal aliens to be in our country. 2 million. That's just this year. And now a story is breaking from a representative of Texas. Lance Gooden, says that he has uncovered a secret operation by nonprofits to house and move immigrants within the U.S., providing them with a packet on how to navigate and assimilate into the country. You know, those same people that they were putting on planes and flying from the border to Florida, 
and putting them on a bus and driving them into the state of Texas and saying, you're free to go, do whatever you want now. Two million, good, I have a lot of leaves to rake. Jesus. Uh, Representative Gooden said he was contacted by a whistleblower from San Diego who provided him with details on the kind of information the nonprofit groups were providing the immigrants, the migrants, I should say. I saw a thing last night or today that this had to do with the uh, the migrants that were coming from Afghanistan. Stan, not stand. Uh, about how this one group was building them housing, putting them up, furnishing their houses. Now, if this is for the people that actually helped our military over there, I don't have a problem with that. But really, how many of those people do we have on flights that we that helped us? And how many are there just to get out of that shithole? A free trip to America? Hell yeah, they're all in. And by the way, the reason why they're doing this, and they will let them know. I don't know how they let them know and how they, they understand it, but they let them know that the, the Democrats, and they're here to help you make your life better. And all we ask in return is a simple vote. Please go out and vote. And I would imagine that they're dropping them off in states that you don't even have to be a legal citizen to vote in. I know you're supposed to be a legal citizen to vote, but nobody pays attention to that shit anymore. Oh, you got a driver's license? You must. And those are the cases that they ask for driver's license. Oh, you're voting in this country? You have to be uh, legal to do that. So, of course, of course we'll do that. Isn't that great? Doesn't that make you feel good? Doesn't that make you feel proud to be an American? Well, if that doesn't make you feel proud, how about this one here? That United States diplomats will boycott the Winter Games in Beijing in response to human rights abuses. Joe Biden's going to announce that diplomats will boycott those games, but not the athletes. No, 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 no. No, our athletes are still going over there. But we're not going to send any diplomats over there, you sons of bitches. I find that to be hilarious that we're not going to send any anything any of our diplomats over there our athletes oh of course we're going to send our athletes uh let's see a written house defense files mistrial motion saying prosecutors withheld evidence i don't think they're going to get that i maybe they might who knows the one thing i heard going back to the Kyle Wittenhouse thing if the jury comes back and they deliver a guilty verdict the judge can't overturn it Uh, the prosecutor withheld video evidence in the Rittenhouse case. I sent you the story. Yeah. Let's see. Let, let, let's read this story real fast. Like, Even though we're done with that. Kyle Rittenhouse defense attorney's final motion. Goddamn ads. Let's see. I'm a, uh, mistrial with prejudice, accusing prosecution of withholding video evidence that could be key to the defense. Seven-page mistrial request led to the prosecutors had a high-resolution drone footage 
but failed to produce it, only showing a grainy low-resolution version of the footage in court. The defense said they only received the higher-resolution clip later on Saturday after testimony was over. The footage was used by the prosecution in an attempt to prove the Rittenhouse chased the first man he shot before their position switched, and Rosenbaum began chasing Rittenhouse. The compressed version of the footage was not as clear as the video kept by the state. Video footage has been looked. Um, now it's up there. What? The love I have on my iPad hasn't popped up. Had to switch networks, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see if it happens. I don't know if it's going to happen or not. All I know is that we're not sending any diplomats to them damn Beijing games, but we're sending our athletes there because, look, you want to teach them a lesson? Getting back to the story, you want to teach them a lesson? Don't send our athletes. But they can't do that because then NBC won't get their money. Whoever who whoever outfits all the sponsors of the Olympic Games will not get their sponsor mentions. Why? Well, because ain't nobody watching. Isn't it bad that Jimmy Carter seemed to be the only president like that would have balls to do that because he did it in 1980. 1980, when the Russians had invaded Afghanistan. And by the way, you're, you're, help, you're welcome, Afghanistan, for all those weapons we gave you to help fight the, the Ruskies. But yeah, we, they, Moscow had the summer games, and we didn't send one athlete there. And it's always been a money thing. But I guess now money is more important than actually being able to look your fellow Americans in the eye. All right, we got to get to Britney Spears. Britney Spears came out and made a video yesterday. Not the kind of video I wanted her to make, but she made a video and she's talking about her conservatorship. Here she is. Okay, so I'm here today to answer all of your guys' questions. And the first main question that you guys have been asking me is, Take what am I going to do now that the conservatorship's over with? Very good question. Well, let's see, I've been in the conservatorship for 13 years. It's a really long time to be in a situation you don't want to be in. Um, so I'm just grateful, honestly, for each day and being able to have um, the keys to my car and being able to be independent and feel like a woman and um, owning an ATM card, seeing cash for the first time, being able to buy candles. It's the little things for us women, but it makes a huge difference. And um, I'm grateful for that, you know, it's nice. It's really nice. Um, but um, I'm not here to be a victim. Sorry. Um, I lived with victims my, my whole life as a child. That's why I got out of my house and I worked for 20 years and worked my ass off. I'm here to be an advocate for people with real disabilities and real illnesses. Um, I'm a very strong woman, so I can only imagine um, what the system has done to those people. Um, so hopefully my little story, um, hopefully my story Mike, will make an bad. impact and um, make some changes um, in the corrupt system. And the Free Britney movement, you guys rock. Honestly, my voice was muted and threatened for so long. And um, I wasn't able to speak up or say anything. And um, because of you guys and the awareness of kind panties? of knowing what was going on, and delivering that news to the public for so long. Can you give it awareness um, 
to all of them. And um, because of you, I honestly think you guys saved my life in a way, 100%. Will you score um, me? And I know there's a lot of jokes about the Free Britney movement. Um, we're not free, we're expensive. Okay, birdies, I'm expensive too. But anyways, with that said, um, let's I've move got forward. $6. God bless you all. We're gonna have a good year, good Christmas, and rock on. Sorry for the, if you heard anything happening in the background, that was not me. <laughs> Your story had an impact. It shot across Arnie's desk and impacted the wall. Oh, I can't wait for her to go AWOL again. Oh, man. Brett says, I know a way Brittany can make fast cash. Hey, Brittany, you want to make $14 the hard way? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the QAnon guy got sentenced to 41 months. I did not cover that. This is the guy with the, the Sherpa fella. All right. Yeah, he's going to get butt raped a couple hundred times. Uh, oh, man. This this next, this oh, I, I can't get over this. This is something now. Now, I know a little bit about stuff like this. So, was a couple weekends ago, two weekends ago, we had the tragedy happen down in Houston. That is the Astro World Music Festival, uh, where ten people were killed, crushed to death. People were getting injected drugs in their nose and their necks. All kinds of shit was going on. More is going to come out on this. As, as more investigations are done, more is going to come out on this story. But right now, Travis Scott, Drake, and Live Nation have been hit with several lawsuits, including the latest. That is for $750 million. The um, was filed in the Houston Civil Court by attorney Tony Busby on behalf of more than 125 fans, including the family of one of the deceased. They say that Scott and show organizers were negligent in their planning of the festival, which left 10 dead, including a nine-year-old boy. The filing argues that security tasks with keeping the peace weren't properly trained in crowd control and mitigation. For Drake, that's an extra bag of gold sitting around his den. Uh, you know, it, it. the funny thing is is that there's only one person in this whole group that could pay it off, and it's nobody that was performing that night. It's the wife or the baby mama, if you will. Because from what I understand, Drake is worth about $400 million. This Travis Scott fell worth a whole lot less than that. This is just one of the lawsuits. And we're at seven hundred fifty million. This could this could come close to about ten billion dollars worth of lawsuits against them. Now the big one. Look, I don't think Travis Scott and Drake are going to end up having to pay anything. This is what's going to happen. They also included Live Nation in there. Do y'all remember an incident that happened in Sacramento a few years ago? The Hold your we for a we contest. 
If you're not familiar with that, oh, I can I can gladly bring you up to speed and be happy about it. Um. So, a radio station that was down the hall from where I was broadcasting had listeners come into the radio station and drink copious amounts of water, but they couldn't urinate. The last person to urinate was the winner. Now, during the time that this contest was running, the that show that was on, I believe it was called The Morning Rave, uh, received phone calls from nurses saying, hey, this is really a bad idea. This is a bad idea. And somebody could get hurt. And one of the hosts of the show, oh, we had them sign waivers. We're fine. And they hung up on them. What ended up happening was one of the contestants, not the winner, I think she finished in second place. So she got like uh, Justin Timberlake tickets because that's what was up. It was, uh, it, was, it was right when the Wii came out for video game players. The Wii had just come out. And second prize was like tickets to see Justin Timberlake. I believe this woman had won that, and she was doing this for her kids. Well, she drank so much water that she ended up drowning drowning her organs, because that's what happens, or that's what could happen. And she died. Tragically, she died. It's a very, very sad story. I was told by management, by everybody that worked at the building, do not discuss this story. Because we would have we would have gone all in. We would have fucking them them other DJs would probably be in jail if they let us talk about it. Cause I remember getting the voicemail the next day. Holy shit, man, they killed somebody. I was like, what? So uh it got taken to court and the the plaintiffs, the the family of this woman, look, they're gonna try to get as much as they can, and I can't fucking deny him that. So they named Justin Timberlake in the lawsuit. They lit, they named uh, Nintendo Wii in the lawsuit. And, of course, they named the radio station's company, where I worked at the time, in the lawsuit. Now, what they did that for is they were going after all the money they possibly could. Like I said, I can't fault them for that. The judge threw out Justin Timberlake and Nintendo right away, and it all came down to suing the radio station. And I believe they were, the award was close to like $13 million the family got. Heads rolled at the radio station. It was, uh, it was, it was a bad, bad thing. And that's what's going to happen here. Travis Scott's going to get thrown out. Drake's going to get thrown out. Live Nation's going to end up having to pay all this. Ogre says, oh, oh, I know. This will get settled by insurance, whose premiums were covering concert goes up, as does ticket prices. Say hello to uh, ludicrously priced tickets going up even more. Yet another reason I'm glad to be old and not interested in concerts anymore. Uh, I just have to say... Correct the mundo! Because you know what happened? We could no longer go out 
and do our events. Like the Arnie Guy Challenge we would do or our annual Valentine's Day party. We could no longer do those because the insurance premiums were too much. So we said no more. And I really hated that because I love doing live shows. Doing live shows was one of my favorite things to do, but we had to get rid of it. Scott says, Lucas, Maney, and whoever the female at the time was, my question to them was, what the fuck is a Maney? I never was put on the air to ask that question. Well, here's the funny thing. The girl that was with them was like their third chick that they've ever had on that show. She's currently doing a morning show in New York City. New York City! You know, the biggest radio market in the country. Lucas and Maney also have different radio jobs. They don't work together anymore, but they are working in radio. A morning show that actually killed a woman can get jobs. Holy shit. Oh, I need to find out where Lucas and Maney are now that I'm on Central Time. I'm going to be on the air the same time they are because they're all on the East Coast. Oh, I'm smelling some crank calls coming up, baby. Oh, ho, ho, daddy. And then there's me, the one who's been blackballed from radio. I didn't even kill anybody on the air. Good gravy, Davy. But did they get the Nintendo? I, I think they probably threw one of those in with the lawsuit settlement, but I'm not sure. Not 100% on that, because like I said, I was told I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't talk about it. That is so funny. Trying to pretend to be from Aquafina trying to sponsor their show. Oh, that might be something I got to do. Well, I'll spend today trying to find out where they are. Lucas and Maney. Oh, man. All right. All righty. We got to do this real quick. Uh... Because she's in the news again because this trial is going on. Oh, wait. There it is. It's in this one. Dummy. Jizzling, 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 I'm begging you, please don't take that girl. Jizzling, 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 jizzling. Please don't take her to that awful man. Your money is beyond compare with fancy cars and clothes to wear with dollar bills and stacks and stacks of green. Your smile is so frightening. Your cooch is nothing I have seen. I would never serve you to it. Uh, well, she's currently in jail and on trial and says that she's been playing peekaboo with prison guards and now has an imaginary friend to keep her company that she talks to in and out of court. Uh, she's supposedly sharing her books and food recommendations with the officers. She also passes the time by playing hide-and-seek with the staff. She sounds like she's having a good old time. 
Now, they're still not treating her right. She says, I've been given food so over-nuked, it looks like Chernobyl after nuclear fallout. What? You're not getting five-star meals? Huh. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird that she's not getting great meals? You, you, you know what else? You know what your victims are doing? They're not getting good nights of sleep because they have to relive the fact that they were raped by an adult and you're the one that led them to it. You dirty ass fucking filthy cunt. I am tired of the media trying to make this woman such a martyr and how bad she's being treated in jail. Is she dead yet? I, I mean, honestly. But did you die? No. And as a pedophile, that says a lot. Can she just start naming names? Oh, I, I, I see where you guys are going. All good. Now she'll go crazy and give her plausible reason for killing herself. Yep. I hope they also play hangman with her. She should be glad that her butthole doesn't look like a rose. Oh, God, the anal rose. Dear God in heaven. No. No, 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 no. So she's, she's going under trial right now. Still hasn't named names. Another story we were following, and, they, boy, I tell you what, they got guns locked on Marilyn Manson. Remember how he was on trial for abusing women and doing all sorts of terrible shit to women? First of all, if you're a woman and you're going to bed with Marilyn Manson, fuck is wrong with you anyway. You already know he's going to be into some sick shit, and he probably talks about the sick shit he's into, and you go along with it and then claim they did bad things to you. Well, sources have told a writer from Rolling Stone magazine that Marilyn Manson had a soundproof room he used to lock women in. Numerous women have accused the shock rocker of sexual and physical assault. He kept them in a glass enclosure he called the bad girl's room. Look, I, I, I'm, I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know if Marilyn Manson's a freak. Is, I do know he's a freak. He's a weirdo. Has he done all this stuff? I don't know. Has he done all this stuff without consent? I don't know. But I, I got to say, th this current smear campaign, is this to get a white guy? I, I, I'm just asking that right now. Since we got R. Kelly, well, we got to go after a white guy now. Is Manson just that scapegoat? He watched too many episodes of You. <laughs> Oh, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens to Marilyn Manson. All right, final story here. This one's a doozy. Now, I can't remember, but I, I don't think that we had these, but I'm, I, well, I'm pretty sure the doors were gone. The principal of a Texas high school has decided to remove restroom doors in order to get a grip on the drug use and significant behavioral events that have already occurred this year. Christina Steele Hankin the principal of Austin's Travis Early College High School, sent a letter to parents saying that her decision, while admitting that she could have done a better job communicating her plans, is her decision. So she took the doors off of shitters. 
I'm not talking about the original bathroom door. I'm talking about like stall doors. Now, I can't remember if we had straw, because I hated pooping at school. I'll just tell you that right now. I hated pooping at school. I tried to poop either before or after school as best as I could. Hated doing it during school. And I think I hated it because there was no privacy, because that door's off, and you don't want to get caught in there. Friends are going to make fun of you. Shitting on the toilet. And you go back to class, you know, Arnie was shitting in there, and nobody wants to be around. It's like, everybody shits, dummy. This is like when boys would make fun of other boys for masturbating. And we all knew every boy in that school was masturbating. You get that one guy, hey, man, you know, you grow hair on your palms if you masturbate, and the first thing you do is look at your palm. Oh, dude, he masturbates. Yeah, so do you, asshole. And by the way, so do a lot of girls at this school. I don't know if this is right or wrong. Take off the shitter doors. We didn't have shitter doors, so guess what? You can't have them either. I I support this principle. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Marilyn Manson's a freak. Like these bitches probably uh, touch the hot stove after they're told not to touch it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Look, like I said, I'm just done with fucking all this craziness. I mean, it, it's just so stupid. All right, let, let, let's get to the second round, shall we? Let, let's get to the second round of why everybody's here today. Dear God in heaven, let's go. It is time for the second, second, round, second round of the of Celebrity, celebrity Deathmatch. Death death greatest, greatest, greatest video, video game, game, game arcade game of all time. So what we're doing, we've got it wrangled down. Pac-Man and Frogger have made the list of the greatest arcade video games. We will see who joins them up there right here, right now. Let's get it on! In our first matchup, Ass Family. Oof. We have a matchup of true giants of the video games of arcades. Probably one of the greatest video games of all time. We'll just call it by what it is. Defender. You go around shooting them green things, and you save all the parachuters and do all that kind of stuff. you got smart bombs. Great video game. Defender taking on Cubert. You remember Cubert? He had that, like, snorkel on top of his head, and he had to jump and then, like, cover all the boxes. Defender versus Cubert. Ass family. Who ya got?
I tell you what, Cuber didn't do too bad. But I will say this for a fact, Defender moves on. Hubert got into heroin and now acts as a flashlight to crackheads. Uh, oh, boy. This next one, y'all are going to hate me for this one. These are heavyweights. The first one was our introduction to Mario. In the video game Donkey Kong, where you had to avoid barrels, fire barrels, all sorts of shit. So Donkey Kong taking on a game that I absolutely hated because I could never figure out how to get my little fucking shooter to work and spin all around, and we are talking about asteroids. Donkey Kong. Asteroids. Ass family. Who ya got? Stop this matchup. Stop the fight, please. Please stop the stop this fight. Donkey Kong won outstandingly. Asteroids finally got a vote. Good lord. Donkey Kong moves on. Now, one of the next video games that we're going to talk about was so popular it had a movie come out. The other one was just flat out badass. The first one we're talking about had the movie that came out was the original version of Tron. But T- Tron was awesome. The motorcycles that you took on, the tanks, the spiders, Tron was a badass game. But was it as badass as riding ostriches trying to collect all their eggs in the game known as Joust? Tron. Versus Joust. Ass family. Who ya got? (laughs) Wow. Wow. Ogre, I did not expect that. Tron moves on. Now, our final matchup, and and I'm sorry if I did not pick your favorite video games in here. I apologize. I think I did a pretty good job with this list. Our final games. This is another tough one. Once again, at every 
convenience store, pizzeria, arcade you could think of. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Galaga, where you would hope that your fighter got captured, then you'd bring it down and you'd have two flasters going. It was amazing. Galaga taking on the original, not the shitty millipede version, but the original version with the rollerball and fire gun, Centipede. Galaga versus Centipede. Ask family, who ya got? got to get it down to the final two that will reach the finals. In our first matchup, Ask Family, I ask you the simple, easy question of who you got between Defender and Donkey Kong. Oh, you, Missile Command, Missile Command was awesome. Donkey Kong versus Defender. Ask family who ya got. This is a tragic beating. My God, stop the fight. Good Lord. Donkey Kong moves to the finals. Donkey Kong is now on the Mount Rushmore. Who will join Donkey Kong? Will it be Tehran? Or will it be Galaga? Galaga versus Tron ass family. I ask you the simple question. Who ya got?
coming back at the very end. Oh my God, it is Galaga. Galaga moves on. So the final four is now set, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We have Pac-Man, Frogger, Donkey Kong, and Galaga. After the next break, we will find out who the face of this Mount Rushmore will be right here at ArnieRadio.com.
baby. All right, welcome back to the end of the big show today on a hump day. Hump day, hump day, hump day. Uh, We still have to wrap up the Mount Rushmore here in just a little bit. But first, I know that people are putting up their pictures of how their houses are decorated for Christmas. Yet we still have another holiday to get through first. Uh, Just to let everybody know, Thanksgiving's still a thing. It is one week from tomorrow, and just a little bit of housekeeping here. There will be no show on Thursday or Friday next week because I will be taking those two days off as they're, well, I want to know what you guys are going to be doing on Friday. Are you guys going to be out and about shopping? Because if you're going to be out and about shopping, I might come on for a little bit. But if you're just going to be sitting around doing nothing on your day off, then I'm going to do the exact same thing. But uh, we, we'll, we'll play that all by ear, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But, yes, Thanksgiving is next week, and the almighty Dr. David Fauci came out yesterday and said it's okay to visit with family members as long, of course, as they're vaccinated. They did a, a study recently, and they found that three-fourths of people plan on celebrating with in-home family only. And 46 would require unvaccinated guests to get test to test negative for COVID-19. Now look, 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 look. Christopher, good luck with you shopping on Thursday night because a lot of places are saying they're going to be closed all day on Thanksgiving. I'll I'll send you to the stores that are open that I I want stuff from, but you you and I'll have to you know email each other back and forth about that. But yeah, a lot of places are going to be closed on Thursday this year. And not opening till Friday, so it'll be the good old Friday. Now, now let me just tell you: if I find out that it is, it is like all places that are closed Thursday night, then I might have to come and just watch and see if there's any carnage. Because yes, I do live for Black Friday. I live for it not to go, not to be a part of it, but to see the fucking carnage. My favorite story, I, I wasn't even involved in my favorite story. I went to the annual, because they used to always play it on Thanksgiving, Texas versus Texas A&M game. As usual, Texas beats the shit out of Texas A&M. Next morning, and we played on Thanksgiving, so the next morning I wake up in my hotel room. I was by myself. I, I took a lot of trips by myself, and this was one of my favorite that I took. Their outlet malls down in San Marcos, which is about 45 minutes away from Austin. And somebody had taken super glue and poured it into every locked door. And the people were beside themselves because they couldn't shop. They didn't give a fuck about the business. Some guy's like, break the window, let's get in there. It was like a three or four hour delay for most places because they all had to call locksmiths and come and pop that shit out. Fucking hysterical. Still one of my favorite stories ever. Oh, are they? Haven't heard yet. I'm fine with going back to the old way. Well, that's what I've heard. So you're going to have to check at your places that you go. I believe Target and Walmart have said, no, we're not going to be open on Thursday. Cowboys Girl says, we have lights up on the house and the outside of the house. I have finally family coming over for Thanksgiving. It will be my uh, a battle. My brother is coming, and he's a Raiders fan. Oh, wow, Cowboys Raiders are on Thanksgiving. That's right. 
Seriously, who the fuck does fucky think he is? He really needs a throat punch or worse. Yeah, Fauci comes out and says, yeah, it's okay to go and see family members. Just make sure you're vaccinated. Now, I don't know about that. Like, like if I was to be having people over for the, I'd, look, for Thanksgiving, I'm having a tomahawk ribeye. If somebody ever teaches me how to use the convection oven at our house. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reverse sear that son of a bitch. I'm going to cook it in the oven, and I'm going to take it out and sear that big bastard. And I can't wait. Now, Brady, if you're listening and you can get the butcher to make you a rib cap only, get the rib cap. Because the rib cap is where it's at, people. But I would never have the balls to go, uh, I'm going to need to see your COVID tests. That, that, I mean, that, that really does take some balls, doesn't it? Hey, why don't you come to our Thanksgiving party? Now, if you're coming over, please either be vaccinated or come with a negative test. Well, wait a second. Are you going to make people that, that got vaccinated test because they can get it? Also said they would have their, their, their guests wear masks. Half of the people said they would ask, that, no. Don't, then don't have people over for Thanksgiving if you're going to have them wearing masks in your house. You want me to show up at your house in a mask? Guess what? I ain't there for the damn turkey dinner. I'm there for the jewelry and the TVs. How in the... Okay, Ash family, I'm going to put you on the spot. We got it. Oh, where is it? Oh, is it up here? I think it's up here. Please let it be up here. Where's the BS warning? No, it's not in that one. Maybe it's in this one. Where's the you make the call? Oh, yeah, here we go. All right, Ash family. You make the call. You show up at a Thanksgiving Day event a Thanksgiving event that your family or your close friends have invited you over. And they tell you, hey, uh, do you mind? Uh, we're going to go ahead and just keep, have you keep the masks on until dinner. What would you do? You make the call. did you make uh let's see um kale says uh political along with news stations uh if someone invited me over this is v coop and then sunday said uh we're doing oh wait 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 if someone invited me over then asked me to wear a mask i'd gut kick him and stone cold stunner him yeah braddy kid i told you if if you can get the butcher to make you a rib cap make that instead of the whole uh whole uh whatchamacallit uh rib or tomahawk because the rib cap is where it's at. Alicia says, we're at my in-laws this year, and then Sunday we're doing one for my family. I'm excited. I'd say, if you want us here, don't expect us to wear masks. Yeah. I'm hoping my liberal CNN-watching sister-in-law with her pet husband don't show up this year. I'm about to break with this COVID shit, and they are full-on brainwash train. 
in front said Stone Cold Stunner and leave. Thank them for the heads up and not go to the Thanksgiving. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Would you do that at the door? Because they invited you, but they're not telling you till you get to the door. Uh, Kale says, if I stayed, I must really like them. Otherwise, I'm going to book it. Uh, I would leave and go get Thanksgiving dinner at a casino. Much more fun. Goodbye. Y'all knew who I was before you invited me. If you're not paying me, then I'm not wearing the mask. Our bodies survive on oxygen, not carbon monoxide. I'd make a plate and leave. There you go. That's probably what I would do. But they're saying, hey, it's, it, this year is going to be a lot better than last year. So, hey, I hope that nobody fucking pulls this bullshit on you. Would I be surprised? No, I'm not going to be surprised at that at all. Not one bit. Uh, yeah, uh, I know we said we weren't going to do masks, but uh, we're, we're going to change it up and we're going to do masks. Oh, yes, I mean a sarcastic thank you for the heads up, then leave. Okay, okay, good, 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 good. Uh, but here's the big thing. Um, since gas prices are so high, fewer Americans are going to drive this year. 32% of Americans plan on driving during Thanksgiving holiday, which is a big decline from last year, When 30, a 35% decline from last year. More than half Americans admitted that they won't be hitting the road because the gas prices are too high. See, is this part of the whole government's plan that we don't celebrate anything anymore, like with family, because they took away Easter, Christmas is eh, a little upsy-downsy there, and Thanksgiving, you know, that's the one where you always go to family. And now they've made gas prices so high, people can't go and have a family Thanksgiving because the prices are too high. Not to mention that the meal this year itself, what does it cost, like $28 a person this year? Shit. Didn't even cost me $28 a person yesterday at the fucking barbecue restaurant. And that shit's good. Turkey ain't good. If I got to pay $28 for a meal, you know what? That shit is going to be delicious. And ain't going to have no turkey in there whatsoever. If I got to pay $28 for a fucking meal, I am not getting turkey. I know a lot of you people out there like turkey, and that's fine. I Look, I'll eat it on Thanksgiving every now and then, but lately it's always been steak, and I'd rather have it that way. I can have dressing anytime I want now, now that I know how to finally make it because my mom lied to me as a kid and said it was really, really hard. Not hard at all. It's like making fucking instant potatoes. Jesus. I just wouldn't want to drive because driving sucks. If you live far enough for me to drive, that means I can take a plane there a lot quicker. Now, there's one thing that, that sadly is already sold out. Are you guys ready for this? Uh, you know what? Here, I'm, I'm just going gonna, gonna to share the picture with you first. I'll let you salivate over this bad boy. There it is. Hershey's announced it will be selling a limited number of pie-shaped Reese's Cups. 
It looks like a Reese's peanut butter cup, but it's the size of an actual pie. They have already sold out. Wow. This is the biggest Reese's peanut butter cup I've ever seen in my entire life. I don't even know if I could take that down in one sitting. I would try, though. It's already sold out. When the first pie, when the pie was first announced, the senior associate brand manager Reese said, uh, "When you bring together friends and family for Thanksgiving dinner, no table spread is complete without a dessert." Hopefully, this will replace the pecan pie because the pecan pie is disgusting. And just for you, Christopher. Holy shit! Wow. Hershey's needs to sell chocolate syrup in a water gun and call it Hershey Squirts. I don't know why they're not making more of these. I want to know how much it was. Okay, here we go. Real quick, just quick, ask family. If it was available, what would you pay for a Reese's pie? when I was doing that is, uh, let's see, uh, how much was the Reese's pie? Holy shit. Um, okay, V. Coop has posted on the, uh, uh, the uh, YouTube site, the Arnie State Show YouTube site. It came from Craigslist. Oh, that ought to be a good one. I asked, what would you pay for the Reese's pie? That's been sold out now. Triple T has $20, $25. Brett has $25. V Coop says $20. Can I get to $25? Can I get a $26? Hey, $27. And the pie, it's peanut butter. It's chocolate. It's a pie shape. Uh, $25 is the highest bid going so far. Mike D says $50 tops. $50 top, but only once. Hot Mama says $49.99. That's not as high as uh, Mike D at $50 tops. The sale price was $44. 99 for the Hershey Pie. Holy shit. Yeah, that's a lot. Christopher says $1, Bob. $44.99. It serves 48 people. Well, because they're breaking it down to fucking be like an individual cup. It ain't going to serve 48 people. You're going to take that down one slice at a time, and there ain't no 45 fucking 48 slices in there. Damn. That could make Thanksgiving great again right there. Just say it. Uh, we haven't gone on a trip in a while, have we? No, we haven't. We haven't visited our good friends. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. 
I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's crash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Uh, yes, yes, we do, buddy. By the way, by the way, I believe today is the day that Tiger King 2 drops on Netflix. Police say the incident happened on the south beach of Marco uh, Polo. Marco Polo Island. Polo. An attack happened Friday on the beach of Marco Polo Island. Police released the photo of a man they're looking for. And it's all because this man allegedly used a shovel to beat the living shit out of a seagull. Oh, shit. Hold on a second here. Damn. That's all they have. They have a picture of him walking out in his, I don't know, mint green swim trunks and his stupid hat. You can help us identify this individual. Please contact the department. Dare I? Oh, I dare. I dare. No, not that one. Let's go star six, seven. Uh, one, two, three, nine. Three, eight, nine. Mark Island Police Department, Sharon speaking. Can I help you? Yeah, I, I just wondering, uh, is there a reward for this fella that beat the uh, seagull to death? No, there's not. Oh, okay. Well, then, uh, in that case, I don't know him. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Well, in that case, I do not know him. <laughs> that was pretty goddamn funny. You got to remember, that's good shit right there. Oh, man. Yeah, all right. So this guy beat a seagull to death. By the way, we used to throw Alcas out. Seagulls are dicks. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, seagulls are assholes. We used to go down to, like, uh, Padre Island stuff. Little prairie dogs are down there. Prairie dogs are like... They're like beach-dwelling squirrels, but a lot cuter. And you throw them some food or something, and the seagulls would always sweep down and take it away because the prairie dog's a big bunch of pussies. And so that's where you got to you throw them in Alka-Seltzer, and they don't have a proper system, and usually the seagulls may explode. Just saying. I've heard of that. I've never done it. I've just heard of it. But that's not the only story from Florida. No, 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 no. We have not left the Sunshine State. A man charged with running a scam that cheated a woman out of more than $80,000 decided to miss a recent court date and a warrant for his arrest had been issued. He 
can't just skip out on a court date. You better have a pretty goddamn good excuse. Well, his lawyer came and said he does have a good excuse, Your Honor, because he's dead. The attorney told the state's attorney in June that he received death certificates saying his client died from complications of malaria in the Congo where he has family. Police and federal authorities have been unable to confirm the authenticity of the death certificate. They are, they, they're still trying to figure it all out, but that's a pretty good way to get out of court. Yeah, uh, he ain't going to make it today, Your Honor. He, he's dead. That's why he missed. Can we get rid of that, uh, that warrant now? Only in Florida. All right, and our last story before we get to the finals of Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. Reason number, I don't know what, 682 billion never, ever, ever to go to Australia because it is the world's Florida. One of the reasons why I give that I'll never go to Australia is, is they have eight of the world's ten deadliest spiders and I believe the second one on that list is the funnel spider. Well, they found a new one. A gigantic funnel web spider with massive piercing fangs has been found, and they donated it to the anti-venom program in Australia. The, 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 the spider is three inches tall and about two and a half inches long. That's a pretty goddamn big, aggressive-looking spider, I'm telling you right now. And you can see the fur and hair on it. And they say, oh, crikey, she's unusually large. If we could get the public to hand in more spiders like her. Oh, I'll hand in a spider like her. You can, you can scrape it off the bottom of my goddamn shoe. They produce, oh, this is lovely to hear, a huge amount of venom. Well, that's lovely. So they've got this one in captivity, so they're milking it for the venom so they can make the anti-venom. Look here, man. Just I, I, I got to say it right now. Just burn Australia down. Ain't nothing good happening in Australia, okay? Ain't nothing good. Foster's, eh. Outback Steakhouse really ain't from there. No, it, it's not. They just came up with a cool name because everybody liked Australians for a while. But Crocodile Dundee was popular. It's not anymore. Let, let's just stop. Let, let, let's ki- quit kidding ourselves. They got all those spiders. They got snakes. They got crocodiles. And they got great white sharks. I, I don't need anything else from there. According to the Aussie CNN, it's also transphobic. Awesome. Somebody's going to eat it and cause the next pandemic. Oh, that would probably be great. China sees this thing. They're thinking, man, that's fucking breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Holy shit. Uh, All right. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is that time yet again. The finals. This is the final round. Let me get the music ready. Let me get everything ready to go here. It is time why is that not playing? There we go. For the, For final, the final, final, final of the, of the celebrity, celebrity. Hey, 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 hey. Now 
Rushmore, Rushmore of Arcade Video Games. Man, oh man, has it been masterful today or what? We have we have the kings of video games up here. Pac-Man, Frogger, Donkey Kong, and Galaga. All ready to find out who's the best. And here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, I ask you in this first matchup to see who will make it to the finals. Who you got? In the world of video games, between Pac-Man and Frogger, Pac-Man, where you're eating all the things, and Frogger, where you're dodging all the cars and logs. Ask family, I have to ask, who ya got? We have ourselves a winner, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. And it wasn't much of a competition at all. Pac-Man. Pac-Man moves on. And we'll now take on the winner of this monstrous fight, if you will. Our second semifinal round. I give you the game we met the original Mario brother in. I give you Donkey Kong. Taking on Galaga. Galaga versus Donkey Kong ass family. Who ya got? moves on holy shit so now the finals are set between pac-man and galaga 
Galaga and Pac-Man ass family. Who ya got? Ring, 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 banana phone. Ring, 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 banana phone. I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 banana phone. Banana phone. It grows in bunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best. Beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping. Banana phone. It's no baloney. It ain't a phony. Cellular, overnighter vote. Well, stink fist at the last minute. Stink fist with the last minute vote of Pac-Man sends Pac-Man to the top. Oh my gosh, what a matchup it was today, ass family. Oh, the Mount Rushmore is now set in place. Pac-Man will be the face. With Donkey Kong, Galaga, and Frogger up there as well. And that is going to do it for the big broadcast today. We will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow we got Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy on there. Going to talk some college football games. We got a bunch of college games. All the NFL as well. So we got that happening tomorrow. And then Friday we have another Mount Rushmore of Horrible Foods. You want this shirt? Okay, well, we'll see about putting this one up there at December, Christopher. Uh, All right. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic. Oh, wait. What day is it? Oh, that's right. Today is, of course. Pump day. Pump day. Pump day. Yeah. The hump day remix, ass family. So until tomorrow, y'all have a wonderful day, and adios, everybody. At first she's gonna come on strong Like she'll love you all night long Like it's going out of style Then she'll leave you with a smile You're gonna give her all your heart Then she'll tear your world apart You're gonna cry a little while Still she'll leave you with a smile Smile
she's gonna come on strong Like she'll love you all night long Like it's going out of style Then she'll leave you with a smile Oh, she's gonna love you She's gonna leave you with a smile Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.